You're awake, by the way. You're not having a terrible, terrible dream. Also, you're not dead and you haven't gone to hell. I haven't heard anything from the 44th floor. How are they with this? It's the Rocking Comedy Show. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Get ready for three hours of laughs, games, trivia, and so much more. Now on the Rocking Comedy Show, here is your host, Crazy Jay. Oh, hi. 
<laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rock and Comedy Show, episode number 1251. Yeah, we're knocking them down. That's the best part about this quarantine. I just keep going and going and going. Uh, we've got a good show for you today. Baby Byron. I'm sure that's not his name that he goes by now, but that is uh, what they're billing him as. So we'll talk to him. He's got an amazing story uh, about his life and uh, what he's doing now. Plus, uh, we may be getting a visit from our friend Dave Harris from Lovesick Radio. He's going to be swinging by. It's been a while since uh, he's been on the show. We've got some games to play, stories to tell, and to help me tell them. J9 is here, everybody. Hey. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yep. You're looking good. Really? Thank you. <laughs> I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> I like the home <laughs> don't, don't question it. I no. you fantasy gummies. <laughs> yeah, well. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. why. <laughs> yeah, don't question it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> How are you, AJ? I'm good. How have you been since we had pizza? Ah, uh, satisfied. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Naked City. Naked City Pizza. I'm the best. Yum. We're at the Blue Diamond location, which is uh, awesome. That's right by my house. That's why I asked you what you were doing at 4 o'clock. I was, at, I was, at my, <laughs> I was with my therapist. <laughs> well, I really well, was. I was oh. with my therapist, too. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Pepperoni. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, we hung out, had some pizza, some yeah. wings. Some good times. Still some of my favorite wings is uh, Naked Sea Pizza. They were juicy. They were crisp. They were everything you wanted in a wing. What can you say? <laughs> it was good. <laughs> and a uh, big shout out to uh, Papa John, who hit me up this morning and said he had a fantastic time. One of the best interviews he's done in a really long time. That was fun yesterday. Oh, it was a riot. <laughs> oh, I'm still laughing about it. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> uh, you can uh, check that episode out. It is at rockandcomedyshow.com. Neatly titled <laughs> Flip Flops, Macaroni Salad, <laughs> and Not So Fun Candy. <laughs> but what a fun episode, though. It was fun. Yeah. It was a really yeah. good episode. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So check that one out. It's a lot of good stuff on there. Uh, I did play a uh, Haywood Banks song yesterday for Halloween, and uh, one of my listeners reached out and said, It's been a really long time since you played 18 Wheels and a Big Rig by Haywood Banks and. That song just really makes me laugh. So could I play it? I said, sure. I know you guys haven't heard this. Uh, there's a portion of the song. Well, you're probably going to lose it. <laughs> so here it is. It's Haywood Banks. We'll start right off with uh, 18 wheels on a big rig. The weasel. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. Let's do a sing-along song. This is a, uh, a truck-driving song. I know we have quite a few truck drivers in the audience tonight, and uh, uh, a lot of people take that course in truck driving over here at the university, and uh, so once they get their liberal arts degree, they have something to fall back on. You know, it's very important. To... So this is called, there's 18 wheels on a big rig, and whenever we just jump in and throw yourself in, it just go berserk and sing along. Here we go. Oh, there's... Oh, we got an instructor here. Good. Okay, good. Okay. Oh, there's... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, four, seven, eighteen wheels on a big rig. Everybody, here we go! Oh, there's... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, four, seven, eighteen wheels on a big rig. And they're rolling, 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 rolling. Okay, let's back them up. Here I go. 
old ears. 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, and 9, 8, 7, 4, 5, 5, 6, 3, 2, 1. Down the big ring. Okay, just the, just the even numbers. Oh, there's two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen wheels on a big rig. And they're rolling, 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 rolling. Okay, just the odd numbers. Here we go. Oh, there's one, three, five, seven, nine, eleven, fifteen, seventeen wheels on a big rig. Okay, just uh, Roman numerals, you smart butts out there. Oh, there's I, 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 V, 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 I, V, I, I, V, I, 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 X, 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 I, X, I, I, X, I, 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 X, I, V, X, V, X, V, I, X, V, I, I, X, V, I, 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 wheels on a big rig, and they're rolling, 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 rolling. Okay, everybody, with a risk calculator, let's divide the wheels by pi. Oh, there's 3.14155551212146 uh, quadrillion million sterloin million some, and they're rolling, 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 rolling. There you go, Haywood Banks. I'm going out to uh, Denise, listening to us in Sedona, Arizona. There we go. <laughs> it's right. It's been a while since he, he's got a lot of really goofy stuff. I actually can't read Roman numerals. I, I have a hard time with them, too. That's, yeah. that's what the one problem I had with uh, Friday the 13th. That's how I learned Roman numerals. So I could keep track of I, which I ones I was watching. From yeah. Forever 21, the store. V1's my favorite. V1. Yeah. <laughs> I got stuck in What's an escape V1? room. What's V1? I think it's five. <laughs> I lost in an escape room because of the stupid Roman numerals. I'm Did serious. Really? Yeah, I got stuck in like the one room. I couldn't get out. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, obviously well. you got out. Well, yeah, but yeah. I didn't win the game or whatever. Yeah. And you well, lost all your friends because of it. But. Yeah. I did. <laughs> except now, you. Except you. And now her now her punishment bail. is she has to do the show. Because yeah. <laughs> she hasn't found her way out of here either. Yeah, I can't get out. <laughs> we want her to go, but she can't find yeah. her way out. For the for the future games, Roman numerals only on the and, oh, no. and, and it's really weird because there's no locks. She can just walk out. She just <laughs> hasn't chose to do that yet. Well you feed me, so I keep coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Magical gummy. <laughs> Oh, we shouldn't say that. They're going, oh, they're having magical oh. gummies in there. Mm. I hear it's legal out there in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everything's crazy. Yeah, these are just from 7-Eleven. And they're fantasy, <laughs> fantasy gummies. Fantasy gummies. They're delicious. Uh, well, if, you, uh, if you've been following our friend Sam Novak and his Vegas Unfiltered blog on Facebook, seems like a lot of shows coming back. Yay. In the next couple of weeks, we've got uh, Absinthe coming back, which is an amazing show. It's kind of uplifting to know that some of these shows are coming back, oh, yeah. putting a little light back into our town. Um, also, the uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, James Michael, he's the redneck comedy magician over at the uh, LA, at the LA Comedy he's Club. Yeah, he's he's really good. So he's coming back. Yes. Um, X Country over at the Hilton, or not Hilton, the uh, Flamingos. Oh, Harris. Harris is, it used to be at the Flamingo, I think, and now it's, it's going to be at uh, Harris. Good it's start. Good. It's coming back Good on, uh, 
I think this weekend, October 16th. So that's Yay. cool. Some good shows coming back. Little shows, which, you know, we got to start somewhere and get them back, get some of these people that's back, fine. Let's back to work. Up. Let's roll it. You know, we got to do it. So lots of good stuff. Um, and some restaurants coming back inside the hotels, which is nice. Mm. The uh, the Edge Steakhouse at the Westgate. Have you ever been there? I haven't. Oh, it's so good. They're opening. I think they're open now. Gordon Ramsay so, burgers coming back. Oh, my God. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. If not already back. No, 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 no. Yeah. But uh, so it's good. It's a good sign. And uh, Piff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> Dude. He's so funny. Homeboy. Yeah. He's, uh, we're working on getting him on the show. Yes. Really? Yeah. So, Hilarious. Yeah. He's so good. I've talked to him several times in the you know green room of the Laugh Factory and stuff. So we're just now, I think now everything's coming back. They just, you know, they, yeah. they're all worried about what they were going to do. So it's nice. He's uh, returning October 29th. So that's good. Oh, cool. Over at the Flamingo. And if you haven't seen him yet, uh, he was a f- he was a favorite on uh, America's Got Talent, but he didn't win. And I, I thought he had a really yeah, good my chance. My favorites were always the ones who didn't, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's be real. You know, there was so much talent that went through there that, you know, who cares if they win or not? You're good. You're good. Yeah. Funny and funny. You know? So, you know, there's some hope. There's some lights at the end of the tunnel there to uh, come on out. There's going to be some entertainment. And uh, some, uh, you know, some other bars are slowly opening up. Bigger stuff, so. I think it'll be a while before we get you know shows like Cirque back and stuff. Yeah, but I think. Mm. Yeah, you know, but you got to give them something. You got to give them something to come here and entertain them. Even if let's get the comedy clubs open. I think they're saying that the Laugh Factory is going to be opening up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, the one um, at the um, Stratosphere opened. L.A. Comedy yeah, Club. Yeah, that's open already. That's open, uh, which means if they open up the Laugh Factory, our boy Murray gets to go back and do his show in the afternoon, which means Brad Garrett's will be opening soon. So yeah. that'll be. Just get it's you know just like we told everybody a long time. It just start small, work your way up. We you gotta have something. Yeah. And stop lowering the room rate so we can get this you know these murders, <laughs> oh these murders <laughs> under control, and stabbing, stopping. They're ridiculous. They oh, said uh, what was they they said there was the article. Let me see if I can find it today. Uh, what did they say? Aggravated assault up thirty five percent on the Las Vegas Strip from a year ago. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because the room rates are so cheap. And now, and, and uh, some hotels just aren't making it yet because people are they're not coming in droves. So uh, the Encore at the Wynn is scaling back operating hours. They're only going to be open Thursday through Sunday. That's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. But I guess the, I guess the Wynn's going to be open all the time. But okay. the Encore, that side's going to be shut down Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. It's all right. Yeah, let's just hope a domino affects its way through. Eventually, just everything's, hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh-huh. Welcome. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we're open. Yeah. So, I mean, just uh, good stuff. Good stuff happening all the way around. Um, coming up uh, at 6, uh, 6.30, I believe, we have uh, Baby Byron. So, 6.45, he's going to call it. So, Looking good. forward to that story. That's yeah. going to be good. Yes. That's going to be really yes. good. So uh, let's play some music and stuff and uh, get things ready to go. But uh, this is a little funny bit because we were talking about fun size candy bars just today. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should have brought you guys. <laughs> here's, uh, here's John Panette talking about some Halloween stuff. We'll be right back. I'm so excited. I mean, this is October. October's a good month. At the end of October, it's Halloween. You knock on the door and they give you candy. <laughs> It doesn't work any other day of the year. (laughs) Believe me, I've tried. Oh, I go trick-or-treat and I go eight, nine hours. And they say when you don't want the trick-or-treaters to come shut the light off, oh, don't do that. (laughs) 
You don't want me outside the house at three in the morning going, I said trick or treat! <laughs> Honey, give him something. He's scaring the children. <laughs> and you go trick or treat. Nowadays, they give you these little, little candy bars, like all shrunk. What is this shit? <laughs> Let's go in the kitchen, see if we can find something better. Last year, I got a ham. I got a frozen turkey, some lovely canned goods. Keep unloading it, Grandma. I'll tell you when to stop. I've been on the road since May. It has been a sojourn. It has been an odyssey. Uh, there have been some good months. the Rock and Comedy Show. Joining us on the phone line right now for uh, our new listeners, you might uh, might not know who this is, but uh, you may remember a story a few years ago about a man in Minnesota at the Great America Mall, the Mall of America, and he threw some money over the side, causing a big chaos, causing lots of problems. And of course, we like the chaos, so we invited him to be on the show, and he's remained our friend ever since. Give it up for Sergio, everybody. Yeah, hello, Jay. Can you hear me well? Yeah, I got you, buddy. How are you? Fantastic. How are you guys? We're good. How How are you? Are you still throwing money away? <laughs> um, I'm doing more than that. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, you know what? I got this really crazy semi-truck motorhome, and uh, we're going to build two giant exhaust pipes in the back, the biggest ones we can put on there, and it's going to shoot money out of the exhaust. <laughs> it's so, it's, it's so, so great. Um, it, people think that you're yeah, like people. Yeah, th- people think you're making that up, but you tried to do this at Slotzilla in Vegas, and and we didn't get a chance to do it. Yeah, we're you know I'm still working on it, and I, I got the right truck to do it, and it it grabs a lot of attention, and people will want to buy advertising space on it because, um, it's going to get a lot of attention. Can I ask? So, you, yeah. Can I ask you to do me a favor with this truck? Can you yeah. aim the exhaust pipes right into this studio, <laughs> and we'll take whatever comes right out? <laughs> we'll take whatever comes out. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> get a, a flexible exhaust pipe, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll stand in front of it. <laughs> it's, it's a, yeah. uh, launch it out in trash bags. I'll get it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, so uh, uh, let's back up for the for the new listeners. You, uh, how long ago was this that you did this in the, the Mall of America? Was it four years ago? Mall of America, 2013. Okay. Black Friday. Black Friday, 2013. <laughs> oh, nice. And you, got, yeah, so, uh, and you got in trouble, right? I got into some trouble. Um, <laughs> the mall cops thought my brother and I were going to um, like do something really big and bad. I don't know, destroy Mall of America. <laughs> you know, blow it up or something. So they're like, "Hey, come with me." 
<laughs> and I was like, okay, um, <laughs> this isn't good. Uh, yeah, so um, they're just doing their job. You right. Know, but, uh, you know, they didn't know my brother was uh, filming it, you know, and then as, you know, they handcuffed me and walking me away, you know, <laughs> my brother comes up to me and he's like, dumbass. <laughs> you know like so like he doesn't know me you know and all the cops are like okay so, yeah that was good um yeah everyone thought i was so stupid and like um you know wasting money but uh youtube paid us back like forty seven hundred dollars from all the clicks on the video so and how much um, money did you so launch was, in the mall did i lose no how much money did you launch in the mall we launched a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. So that and, and, and we and we got some paperwork to sue the police too, which I, I I don't know if there's some nice lawyers. Okay, let's figure this out, Jay. Uh, it goes <laughs> like this. Uh, I I stamped on each bill. Serge loved Olivia, my ex-wife. You know, we're going through a terrible divorce, so I stamped that in my YouTube channel on on each dollar bill. Well, the police had gathered some of it. They were going to use it as evidence against me if there was going to be, like, some court thing. However, uh, no, no court thing happened. You know, they let me go eventually, uh, like the court system, right? They um, first gave me a ticket for disorderly conduct. Fine. <laughs> uh, the money that they gathered, the money they gathered, they try to give it back to me by mailing me a check. <laughs> and, I was, and I keep mailing them the check back and saying, <laughs> you know, uh, I handed out... Um, collector's item bills, you know, not a check, you know, from the police department. And so this has been going on all these years. They keep bailing me a check, and I keep bailing it back. I need the cash, you know. And so, you know, they're having a big problem, you know. I'm not sure if they figured it out, but some smart lawyer, you know, can say, hey, we want the actual bills that you probably deposited in your bank account and are writing me a check. So, um... So, I would love to uh, give that all the information to a smart lawyer who can figure it out, and uh, they can take advantage of it and just, uh, you know, give me a copy of the letters and the, you know, I don't even want the money. I just want the, I just want the entertainment, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, it makes for a great story. <laughs> yeah, it is a great story. Um yeah, I, you know, I got such a weird life, you know, this, you know, the other week or a couple of weeks ago, uh, prostitute, did, did, did you see that video? Did you yeah, see, you uh, sent it to me, it's hilarious. You, have, you saw, it, you know, it's... I'll post it, but let, I'll po I, I think I ruined a prostitute's life. I'll post it, <laughs> but let's talk about it for a little bit. I'll post it on the, I'll post, post it on the Rock and Comedy Show yeah. page. So what happened? Yeah, you you uh, interviewed this prostitute. So, okay, so in my entire trucking career, I've had four prostitutes knock on my truck door. Um, so, you know, that's the notch count for, for prostitutes knocking on my truck for me. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty proud of that. I got, like, two of them on, like, a little bit of video, me chasing them away. Um, but then this this fourth one, you know, I, you always got to have a couple cameras ready, charged up, always. Because you never know when a prostitute's going to knock on your door. <laughs> lot lizards. <laughs> the lot lizards. <laughs> they knock three times. Yeah, lot, lot lizards. Yep. So she knocks on my door. 
she goes, um, you know, you want a date or some commercial company tonight? And I was like, no, get out of here. <laughs> uh, and then I was like, wait a minute, come Skedaddle. back. Wait, come back. You know, I looked at my camera and I was like, oh, my camera's ready. I was like, no, wait, come back. Um, do you want to do a YouTube interview? And she goes, would you give me $100? I said, yeah, I'll give you $100. <laughs> So, um, so we did the video, um, it, it, it got kind of, it's got this tearjerker element to it, you know, she, she really got into it and you, you almost feel like bad for her and everything. And, and I was like, you know, at the end she was like, well, who's going to see this? You know? And I was like, ah, just Russians and you know, Russian, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, um, I mean, we are translating the video right now in Russian, so Russians can see it. But oh I couldn't God. help myself. I uploaded already in English the way we recorded it. And, um, Jeez. It's, it's, it's probably going to hit a million views by New Year's. And I think, you know, people are commenting. They're like, we've seen this lady. Uh, and then they're like commenting. They're like, oh, we know which truck stop this is, uh-huh. judging on the background with the trees. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, not good. I think I ruined her life. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and I'd like to pay her some more money. The video is making great money for me. It was me. And, but I lost her <laughs> number. I, <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I guess I should just spill the beans and say, hey, if you are ever at the PA truck stop in Dallas, uh, look for this woman called Fancy and uh, ask her Fancy. for an interview and pay her $100, please. <laughs> you, you know, send me the bill. I'll, I'll pay it back. Just, just um, I, I don't think she can be a prostitute anymore because, you know, <laughs> I mean, all of the truckers are seeing this. And I didn't think it'd go viral, you know. I was like, ah, you know, I'll throw it up there. Maybe it'll be funny for my friends. But, um... You're yeah. a, you're a yeah, true well, artist, my friend. You're a true artist, and anyone else who says otherwise, you you sent me the video, so I'll post it up on the uh, Rock and Comedy Show Facebook page because it's pretty funny. And then it gets uh, there's yeah, there's... yeah. I mean, it, it it's got both elements, uh, you know, funny and like you know a really emotional thing. You know, I was like, I don't know what to ask. You know, not not often do you get a you know a lot lizard knocking on your door, and I don't have my <laughs> list of questions ready. A woman named you know, Fancy. Somebody... <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yeah, some of the comments are like, you know, you could have thought better with your questions. And, you know, I just tried impromptu off the top. I asked her who paid the most, you know, which nationality. She said Russian pay the most. So, you know, for, for all you prostitutes out there, you know, look for the Adidas True Volvo driving. You know, oh, um, the sport pants, those guys will pay you the most. <laughs> oh <my laughs> According to fancy. <laughs> He hits me up the other day after he sends me this video. He goes, it's been a while since I've been on your show. I go, I haven't heard from you in like three years. <laughs> I, I know, buddy. What, what happened? I, I mean, I've been busy. I've been car hauling, um, you know, hauling the exotic cars. Right. That's what I do. Um, back into that, you know. Um, so really but let, exciting. Let, but let's be, another guy, Ferrari. let's be honest. You've been spending a lot of time in your little hyperbaric chamber. Wait, what? How do you know about that? Because <laughs> you posted the video of you laying in it because your mom was freaking out. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, you know, that thing, it scares people uh, when you try to get in. But I, I would not, you know, I would Jackson, not lay in it at all. Absolutely not. 
Okay, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna put it in my motorhome. Bring it over there. I'm not gonna oh get. God. I'm not getting in it. <laughs> We're gonna have to do that. I'll be the biggest you bitch you've ever seen trying to get in that thing. Watch when you watch the prostitute lot lizard video. Comment <laughs> Jay hyperbaric chamber, and if it gets to a, like a astronomical amount of comments, you know, just two, then I'll do it. Just two. Just two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just give me, give me two, two comments, two likes on the comments. See, I'm real, I'm real claustrophobic. So, what was laying in that thing until it's fully blown up? I'd never be able to do that. I'd be freaking it's, out. Um, I couldn't yeah. even lay in a casket. Yeah. yeah, it is a, it is kind of a, got that frightening thing to it that uh, you're gonna die in it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, well, just go in know, there and relax and don't yeah. think about death. Does that, is that the thing with it's water? It's kind of uh, no, air, it's oxygen. Oh, okay. It's just it's, oxygen, yeah, right? Yeah, it's got a magic machine. Yeah, it's got a machine that takes air. I don't know how it works, but, you know, I'm like a technical guy. I like to know how things work, but it does something to the air and, and gets rid of all the all the gases except oxygen. It says right on it, it, it the output is 99% oxygen. It makes oxygen. It takes oxygen from the air and pumps it in under pressure so you have oxygen go going through your skin all over your body, uh, making white blood cells. I'm down. And white blood cells heal all disease, and uh, the FDA doesn't want me talking about it, so they're going to kill me. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Now, on the radio. How long do you Just spend kidding. in there? Um, how long do you but, spend in there? Uh, uh, an hour. You know, I slept in it. You know, I've like got, gone in at 8 o'clock and woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Um, and then came back in, you know, went to the bathroom, ate breakfast, and went back in at 6 a.m. and stayed there till 10 a.m. You can be, it's like the worldwide, the pre, you know, if you know the Bible, uh, the, it's like the atmosphere where, when dinosaurs used to live back in Noah's day before the worldwide flood. That's ah. the science behind it. Um, that's why people used to live that long, you know, really long back then, like, you know, Methuselah 969, the magic number. Um, it's because there was a lot of oxygen. Um, and, you know, in Jurassic Park, when they drill in the amber air bubbles, you know, those air bubbles in the amber rocks? Right. Those air bubbles, when they test them, they had uh, uh, over 35% of that bubble was oxygen. And... Um, now in our atmosphere, it's only 21, you know, and oxygen is what your cells need to live, you know, and that's why sports players that I delivered exotic Lamborghinis to, um, they all have them. They, they lay in them before they go play sports uh, or, or their injuries, uh, they heal faster. However, um, it's just not really popular in, um, you know, the, the, the health of the, the medical industry, not the health and wellness, but the medical industry says they've only tested it for burn victims. So, like, when Michael Jackson, from Michael Jackson, you know, when he got his hairstyle on fire from the sparks at the Pepsi commercial he did, and he burned his hair off and he had to regrow it fast, that's what the medical industry teaches, the legal language, you know. Um, it teaches that it's only good for burn victims, and so Michael Jackson regrew his his, his skin really fast, laying in a hyperbaric chamber. So when I learned all this being a teenager, I was like, I got to get myself one of these when I'm rich and famous. And uh, you know what? Like dreams come true. The technology just got more affordable. You know, it, they're not like fifty thousand. You know, mine mine was nine thousand dollars. So um, uh, we've I've actually made a website 
we're going to be launching it in a year um, to sell them because uh, the domain name was really cool sounding, and I was like, this is available. We should, like, take this domain name, you know. Come on so, in, Fancy. Um, Let's reverse those meth years. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you know. You're so mean. No, I, you know, I listened to your last show, and you have a guy talking about losing weight from the dollar store, right. uh, you know, on a budget, $50 budget. Man, that was great. Um, I, you know, I, over-the-road trucker, very hard to eat well, and uh, everyone asked me, hey, why aren't you gaining any weight and stuff? And I was like, well... I, I picked up this one thing a few years ago called um, Stay Away from the Three White Flag uh, Sugar, Flour, and Salt. And uh, it was really hard to uh, the first week to avoid cookies. But, um, man, it's, once, once you get down into it, you know, it's, it's pretty easy. You know, it's pretty easy to walk by a cookie now and say, not today, Satan. And, <laughs> you know, Evil I, I, cookies. You know, I actually... I got a story about that. I was at a Whole Foods, you know, walking around shopping, and I see this lady. She picked up a box of cookies, and she put it down. She picks it up again, and she puts it back down. And, you know, I see she's got this, like, angel and demon problem going on. <laughs> you know? And I was, like, I was like, hey, let me help you there. Just repeat after me. And she was like, She's like, what? who are you? I was like, oh, I'm just, my name's Serge. How are you? You know, I thought maybe I'd get her number later, you know, if I save her life. <laughs> but, um, you know, she's kind of hot looking. And <laughs> Look I, was at like, you. I was like, well, you know, I see you're struggling there with the cookies. And, you you, you know, the logical thing is just to leave them, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I need to leave these cookies. Even though they're probably healthy cookies at Whole Foods, you know. We, we probably should have. You know, this is why I didn't, didn't get her number, because we should have got the cookies, and then I would have got her number or something. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I told her, I, said, re- <laughs> you know, I was really trying to impress her by being like a health nut, right? <laughs> uh, she, she goes, I go, repeat after me. I say, not. And she goes, not. And I say, today. She goes, today. And I said, Satan. And I like, and it kind of like went out like, you know, a little too evil, you know, and she's like, <laughs> Satan, you know, it's like repeated the way I did, you know, and, and she left the cookies and just walked away really fast, and I was like, oh shit, you know. <laughs> well, Serge, I gotta, I gotta thank you for calling in. We have, uh, we have another call lined up, uh, but it's awesome to hear from you. And uh, when you get out this way again, you gotta come in and party with us again. Yeah, I'll have to do it soon. Um, yeah, thanks for having me, Jay. Yeah, buddy, for sure. All right. Huh. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Research, everybody. That guy's so fun. <laughs> so, he, everything he does is just crazy. He sends me this video. He goes, "What? Well, you need to sleep in this for an hour. I go, buddy, that's never going to happen. He goes, look, even my mom likes it. And I watched the video, and she goes in there, and she goes, no! And she unzips it, and she goes flying out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that was, always, that was always my theory, was that dinosaurs never went extinct, that they're nothing more than the, the lizards and stuff that we have on Earth today. Just the Earth was so much better and healthier that they just grew to that size. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> nothing special, just healthy. They're just yeah. healthy dinos. It's just crazy. Uh, that was uh, our boy Byron calling in, trying to call in. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, met him. Met him we, did, we, we had him on the show shortly after he did the... The money drop in, yeah. in Minnesota. We're like, like we right got to talk to this right? guy. He's really crazy. And uh, we also had that guy that made uh, 
that uh, made his own sandwiches at uh, at the uh, Pancake House. Um, <laughs> it is uh, the Rock and Comedy Show. This is Byron. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't know if you guys can hear me well enough. I'm kind of like in a bad reception area. Uh, you sound pretty good right now. You do- All right, cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, then we're good then. <laughs> All right, so uh, welcome to the show. Oh, uh, man, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You know, you guys taking the time out to, to do this. We uh we were pretty excited when we got uh, asked to have you on the show. Uh, what uh, I guess what an incredible life you have had. So uh, for those that don't know your story, um, you were uh, you you uh, had quite an interesting. Well, let's say well, we'll just get right into it. You uh, you were born premature, two months early. Right. Yeah, give or take, give or take. You know, like two. I was I think I was seven months. Yes, yeah, so I guess two months. And um, that was due to uh, complications of my mother taking uh, illegal drugs at the time, consuming illegal drugs at the time, which was uh, heroin and, uh, to my understanding, crack, crack cocaine, which was a pretty, pretty, uh, to my understanding, you know what I mean? And, you know, plus if anybody could look up, you know, there's Wikipedia out there. You can find (laughs) out what the crack, what the crack epidemic was and how, how uh how detrimental it was to the urban community so i'm a, i'm a product of that that's my my backstory before my my backstory i guess right because you were uh you were born addicted to it right because of your mom correct to my yeah correct yeah and uh so she gave you she gave you up for adoption or they came and got that, they came and took that, you away that that was more so like a uh you know that was like a uh, what's the word? I was like a good fast forward, but not necessarily because my mother, uh, my mother fought to keep custody for me actually for four years, but that might have not been what was publicized. That was not that was might have been like the articles because you know um, when you're a black woman at the time or even to this day, you know, defamation of your character could be pretty lengthy. And I'm not saying my mother was a saint, but if you look at it like this, if my mother was clean and fighting to to regain custody for four years that wasn't really documented or it was documented but it wasn't it wasn't highlighted right you know what was highlighted was more so um you know my foster family and that's not to take nothing from them because they're they're really great people you know and my foster family for those who don't know are a uh, ah, are Caucasian because I'm African American, which I know is hard to tell because I haven't dropped the M word yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been clear. I've been clear from doing that. Um, so people's probably like he's probably a white guy on there. But besides <laughs> that, my 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 mother, you know, she 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 uh she put up a fight to get me, and also my father didn't put up a fight to get me. But the circumstances that be, you know, and the powers that be chose to not really allow the circus act of the baby buying case to continue, which was 92 to 96. And I played out into the media and, you know, it was on um, Ricky Lake, Suzanne, Monte Williams, CNN covered it a few times in the early nineties and stuff like that. And for those that don't know this, I was a baby during this. So I was like, you know, I was an infant on a lot of those talk shows. If anybody could pull up the archive footage, I was most likely a, you know, one, to you know, I was you know I was really relatively really young, right. So, you uh, l- l- let's move forward. You uh, so what happened? You you figured it all out? Did you end up with your? Did you end up with your? I guess your real mom or what happened? 
Uh, no, uh, actually, I ended up getting adopted by a, a completely uh, separate family from all that was involved in the custody battle. So um, my foster family, who was white people, no, and nor my biological mother ended up uh, regaining custody of me. I actually got adopted by an African family from Zimbabwe, but I live in America. And for those that don't know that, uh, my father is from Zimbabwe, Harare, Zimbabwe, and he uh, came to Pittsburgh back in like, I think the 80s, like mid 80s. And his wife were the ones that adopted me in 96. Shortly after the circus, that was the baby Byron case. And they helped uh, mold me and raise me as best as they could <clears throat> under the circumstances. It must have been, uh, I mean, it's it's hard anyway, having the media follow you around just being like, you know, an adult. I couldn't imagine what it's like, you know, here's you know baby Byron everywhere he goes, cameras media right you know <laughs> newscasters all that stuff so what what steps did you take after uh after you got adopted to uh you know to move forward you're you're uh you're in the music business right correct correct i'm an artist and i'm also a ceo of an independent label <clears throat> um yeah uh i'm sorry what was the question brother you said what was so i said so what uh, what what steps have you done you know since your, your adoption how did you How'd you move forward? Are you getting your story out? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, what ended up happening is, um, you know, my journey is, is is still on the way. You know, um, from that time period till now, I still have plenty of you know trials and tribulations. Most like most of my handle, you know, privately. But overall, uh, the transition from you know, there was never a moment in my life I wasn't baby Byron. You know, because, um, for example, you know, I was. And the media from, you know, really relatively young, but locally, just because, you know, you're not in the media, it doesn't mean that it's, you know, back home, it's still not a, a factor. So some, so it still resonated around the area and it might have still uh, laid on the surface in some places. So transitioning to, to, I had to grow into it more than to, than to escape it or whatever. So, and with music, I, I started music kind of as a way to, to, to express myself, but outside of expressing myself, but also to rebrand the last thing people knew about Baby Byron. Because to my understanding, when I was younger and I was just, you know, listening to so many stories from so many people, even to this day, the Baby Byron story usually ends on a bad note or it leaves with a question mark, you know, and a lot of people don't know how it ended or they don't like how it ended, you know, um, storyline wise. And myself, I don't like how it was left off. Because last time somebody knew the baby Byron story, I was a crack baby, and I'm actually a, a crack adult now. Well, I'm not. I'm actually not. Don't do that. I'm actually. A adult. But outside of everything, you know, I feel like the rebranding of everything just needed to be said, and also, um, also the side of my family and and my personal side has also been uh, something I always felt was needed to to speak on, and I guess now. You know, uh, I guess is is the time we're doing it. Do you uh, do you have contact with biological mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I talked to her a couple weeks back. She moved from our hometown of Pittsburgh to uh, North Carolina. I forget what city. It was just recently she moved, but you know she she's doing well for herself. She's been clean for some odd some decade or so now. That's good. <laughs> you know, yes. so. Shout out, yeah! Shout out to to Lashawn. Shout out to my mama. So you guys, so you have a good relationship, which is awesome. 
Yeah, yeah, we have a pretty good relationship. Yeah, I've actually got reintroduced to her when I was like ten or nine or ten, but um, that was by courtesy of my father or my and my mother that adopted me. They felt it was only right that I had some type of closure after all that you know that happened for me, and um, they 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 took it you know very a huge humbling step to 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 reintroduce me back to my mother and I was a long time, you know, relatively a long time ago. So I'm a, I'm very appreciative for that. Do you, uh, do you, do you have contact with the, with the foster family? Oh yeah. I, I talked to, talk to them. Uh, I probably talked to my foster sister the most, um, because my, my foster parents are, they're very busy people. Um, but yeah, we talked, you know, we, we definitely talked from time to time, but if I can say who I, if I talk to that side the most, it's probably my sister, my sister uh, Connie. But that's probably it. Very cool. Yeah, I can't even imagine how hard it must have been, especially as an artist now, to hear all these people tell your story in a version that they want to. And I think it's really cool yeah. that uh, you know now you're, you're kind of coming out uh, with the music and, and finally telling the story and putting that cap on it. Uh, but you know, from your your mind, your eyes, not you know some media, you know BS or whatever it is, you know. So I think that's that's awesome that you're still rolling and uh, crushing it, man, killing it, love it. I uh, appreciate it. Thank you. <clears throat> it, 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 when it comes to those stories, did you uh, did you have to piece a lot of it together? Because I mean, again, like we just said, you know, people are telling you this is how it was because obviously you were young and you didn't remember it. But do you rem do you remember a lot of it yourself or just from what you've gathered over the years, um, that's a good question. I, I remember what my what my brain will allow me to. But one thing I know uh, that I could say I remember is um, not to sound you know cliche, but everybody that I was with all cared. You know, what I mean, it wasn't anybody in particular that cared more than the other, or you know, or had uh, anything, you know. I guess the only reason why it was even a big deal was because one was white and one was black. <laughs> Realistically, right. that's the only reason why it was a big deal. Um, but, that, that's uh, why. That's why it made the the news media the way it did. Yeah, because if that wasn't because if my foster parents weren't white, I don't think it would have made the news that I was a crack baby because there was very common crack yeah. baby. That's what I was white. gonna say. Because yeah. back, cause back then it was a common thing. You know, yeah, there, so and, crack baby was one in every five people. <laughs> so you're like, so you're so you're going like, why is this story so special? Oh, it's because he's his his foster parents were white, and they they right. were and exactly. wasn't, wasn't there something with the with a judge or somebody that said because uh, black babies need to be with black families? Is that something that was like thrown out? In yeah, the court, it like? was it was it wasn't necessarily it was a, it was um in, it wasn't in particular a judge. It was a variety of people. Whether it was um uh. Activists at the time, or religious leaders, or what's uh, the actual actual people that was just living right. at the time? Right. What would you say your overall <laughs> message of love is like regarding the race factor, the color factor? I mean, it, it doesn't even really matter. I mean, if you were to leave off, or you were to tell someone in your situation, no matter what color they are, that's been through what you've been through, what would be that that leave off message, that message of love that you'd say? You know what? Through my experience, dot dot dot. What would it be? Mm, that's a that's also a good a good question. Um, you know, and honestly, a lot of people would expect me to have 
a a a more uh, versed opinion on things due to due to my background. But the unfortunate um, the unfortunate case is that just because of my background, the world didn't show me that you know my own personal experiences or you know because even with my own personal experiences, it shows a lot of racism. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't really have the best advice really for okay. uh, how it could turn out because in reality with my story nobody was a winner in reality meaning my foster family didn't get custody my real mother didn't get custody you know so there was no real winner to say that you know um and you know and then i got put into the system so but what i can say is you know the moral of it or like the the general gist of what i would want people to get is to you know understand that black people we we are suffering yeah you know i mean and my foster family knows that yeah you know i mean and that's not because they're white and they might have privilege to whatever but they also understand that it's not a a a black person problem at all times just because we're the ones getting the the floor or the attention sometimes it's more than that yeah. and um i appreciate them for you know acknowledging that to me or putting that or, or making sure that, that I acknowledge that young. Yeah, you know I mean, because you wouldn't expect that probably from your white foster family or friends to tell you that being black is going to be hard. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? From somebody else. When you hear it from your own people, it's different. Right. But I, when you when you hear it from somebody outside of you who really is trying to protect you from their own kind <laughs> at times, which is funny because you wouldn't think that is the case but at times my foster family they're so kind people and so humble that there's certain things that i didn't ever experience that they experienced on their own with their own kind of people you know what i mean that I, and just like how i experienced things with my people that they never experienced and they probably wouldn't understand either but just the fact that they were as observant to to the world at the time and now you know which i, I respect them for but uh, my only thing is for anybody that's black, you know, trust just trust the the people that's trying to help you, even if they're not in, initially from your community. You know what I'm saying? Initially from your background, because you know I've seen that protest just recently that a lot of the protesters weren't always black. <laughs> you know, I've seen a lot of, you know, what I mean, a lot of white people on the front lines. You know, what I mean, a lot of white people putting their their own life kind of in danger you know what i'm saying in yeah. certain instances so we have to acknowledge that and i'm not saying oh let's just jump on the all board right. all you know all lives matter campaign or whatever right, but right. i am saying that when you when the world realizes that there is a problem in the communities and has been a problem then uh we all could probably have better understanding of a solution Absolutely. so i think i appreciate my foster family for at least putting that in me and i guess that was my advice to anybody else's to listen to others and yeah that that's awesome and you know like you said there might not be a lot of winners in your past but in the future there could be more because education and uh telling your story and keeping right. it keeping it going you know maybe in the future we'll get more winners because of this story you know what i mean so there is power there is a winner and uh as you long know, as you're doing the best you, you then even, right before you even finish the winners i i never even got to mention that there is some winners that got to I won't say benefit, but got to to see the the aftermath of the baby Byron case, and what ended up happening with the baby Byron case it was laws that were actually passed to help with prevention of just certain placements of children. So 
and certain other things like that, like the abandoned child act and all these other things that happened and bills were because of me. So if it wasn't necessarily, you know, it wasn't intentionally like, oh, we all plan out to be a, the martyr for a situation. We right. never, I don't think my foster family went want to do that. And I don't think my, my mother wanted that. I don't think anybody wanted that. Right. But in the result of it, you know, you can see Angelina Jolie with a child, you know, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, yeah. to some degree, it helps somebody get out of a situation. And I'm not necessarily singling her out. She was just the first white person I could think of with a black right. kid that I could just immediately <laughs> to. Right. Uh, so, mo- so moving forward, what uh, what projects are you working on now? Um, I have actually a variety of, of projects. So, all right. So, for starters, I'm dropping a another uh, music project. There's only five songs on it, but we're dropping another music project in uh, November at the end of it. Um, it's called Real Drugs Sell Itself. It's kind of going along with the other series or, or the continuing the series that we already have, which is the drug series. Uh, for anybody that is familiar with the music I do, it's a kid called God, and I'm a part of a group, which is me and Ashe Snefford. And with that group, we've been consistently bashing out music since 2017, but 2019, I think we had our, our most release was which was i think we released four projects in one day and that was on october 13th of last year so we've been aggressively doing that um and outside of that i'm building a facility on 10 acres of land in butler pa which is the baby byron studios so hopefully that could get you know some more funding outside of my own because i don't have it like that so um and not in the baby Byron studios really for uh, film, music, and youth programs to mentor them into the arts and other ways of means to escape, you know, the communities that are where I'm from. So it's like a medium for them. That's, <clears throat> that's awesome. cool. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. So and that's pretty much, you know, what I've been keeping myself busy with during quarantine because during quarantine, I haven't been really able to, or during, you know, this whole thing, I would, haven't been able to really travel and do a lot of things. So I just been more so at home in Pittsburgh and, you know, really just bashing out baby Vine studios and going to, to work as far as a kid called God, you know, actively, you know, pushing the music, talking to bright young lads like yourself, <laughs> you know, and just really just trying, you know, to, 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 to make an impression, you know, on the world, you know, cause I know the world has, a lot going on right now, and I doubt they need another rapper in particular. <laughs> yeah, it does. Give but, it to him. Just give it to him. Who are your musical but, influences? But you know what? Why not? You know what I'm saying? But you know what? Why not? Absolutely. So who are some of your musical influences? Uh, some of my music influences. You know, I never have the right answer for that. <laughs> I know. It's hard, right? <laughs> I'm just curious. It changes, it changes so much. That's probably why. It changes so yeah. much. Um Currently, who are, you li- currently yeah. who are you listening to? In 2020. <laughs> in 2020. Okay, who am I listening to? Um, okay, I'm listening to outside of myself. I listen to Mac Miller, you know, because he's oh my God. from hometown. I love so his I music. Mac Miller. <laughs> um, outside of Mac, I've been listening heavily to uh, Nav. There's a rapper named Nav. I don't know if you guys are hip to yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so he's, he's awesome. Baby. Um, and then the weekend, because I actually think he's uh, super dope. Yeah. Um, very, very. Um, his, I think his production is top tier. Yeah, you know I mean, but um, outside of that, yeah, I guess that's pretty much 
who I've been listening to as of lately. And while I was saying, I was actually reading it. So don't feel like <laughs> I was actually, I actually literally went into my Spotify. Yep. <laughs> like, hey, I got Mac in my Spotify to. too. Oh, okay, respect. Cool. respect. <laughs> uh, what's cool. the best way people can uh, get a hold of you and find out uh, what you're doing and all that? What's all the uh, socials? Man, the best place is uh, at Lord Baby Byron. Um, or at Kid God, and that's K I D G A U W D, not G O D G A U W D. And you could listen and stream all of our music available everywhere under a kid called God. Same spelling. Very cool. I want to thank you for calling in, man. It was nice to meet you and uh, wish you the best and uh, stay in touch, man. Thank you. Oh, uh, man, we'll do it. If ever I'm in Vegas, of course, we definitely would have to link up, guys. I appreciate you guys taking the time out. You guys have a wonderful evening. You know, and you guys just enjoy yourself. Thank All right, you, thank baby. you, man. Bye. Bye. Give it up for uh, Baby Byron, everybody. Awesome. Yeah, awesome, dude. What a nice thing. I it's feel like the, the past couple nights we've been so blessed with like all these cool, awesome, down to earth people that not only have this cool backstory, but like are, we, are, are real. And we got shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> and we got fun size candy. candy. We don't need oh. fun size candy. Man. Bite size. But you can still put a pill in it. You can still put a pill. Anything with family court is going to be sad to grow up in, like, right away. Like, it's so stressful. Yeah. And, and even when they drag the kids through it, it's terrible. But that's a good thing that he had laws that helped, you know, change things. Because some of the stuff that goes yeah. on it, and, and, it's it's probably, and it's probably that case that yeah. created a lot of yeah. them. It's so yeah. unfortunate. It should have never happened. But, unfortunately, it takes these things to happen to make things go in effect so that they don't happen as much or ever yeah. again in the future. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, all the serial killer stuff and the child abduction stuff, unfortunately, families had to suffer for certain laws and things like that. Anyway, and to be born into it. Here he's born right, that's two months too. early. He's, he's already addicted to crack and heroin. His, you know, his dad dies, you know, shortly after he's born. Then he's thrown into this media frenzy at like one years old. He's doing all these talk shows and he's, he's probably like looking at the lights going, where the hell am I? Like all, <laughs> all these people want to you know look at him and yeah. like like he's yeah. on, like he's on display you know it's like yeah yeah he's a baby you know <laughs> he doesn't have any clue I mean, about what's going on it sucks but i feel blessed by his story i'm yeah. looking forward to you know dive into his music and i think the outlook that he has on the future now and just the, the power from that i mean it's gonna hit people yeah you know it's needed so, and uh it's awesome i grew so, up yeah, in that I, family court system like that and it's not fun so you know again, i want to uh thank him for being on Aww. and uh uh, his manager, of course, had set it up for us. And uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we could possibly be, be uh, being visited by Dave Harris of Lovesick Radio. So it's going to be a busy show today. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we got some games. Children that we saw, we got the chance to grow. 
Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans, and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. 3939 Spring Mountain Road in the heart of Chinatown in Las Vegas is where you're going to find the Golden Tiki, the one-stop premier tiki destination in Las Vegas. Ranked one of the best tiki bars in the world. Yeah, in the world. The moment you walk through the doors, you are transported to a tiki paradise like none other. Have you ever asked yourself, what would it be like to have Dole Whip with rum? Well, the Golden Tiki has that answer for you. Plus, their signature cocktails, the food, the DJs, the live music. It is amazing. So you need to check it out. It's the Golden Tiki at 3939 Spring Mountain Road in the heart of Chinatown. Go have yourself a banana batita. You will not regret it.
Jane loses penis to infection. Doctor builds a new one on his arm. Get the fuck out of here. Malcolm McDonald awaits a surgery to transfer the constructed penis from his arm to the rightful place. You should see this picture too. So he has this. It's pixelated. (laughs) He's got a penis on his arm and it's pixelated out. Yeah. Do you see the part where he just throws it in the bin? When it fell off, he's like, fuck it, just do it in the garbage. <laughs> he kicked in the bin like he hacky-sacked it in. He's like, oh, there goes my dick. I'll just throw that away. He's like that ballpark you put on the grill for too long. You're like, yeah. fuck it, the squirrel's going to happen. ruin, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I have a tendency to lay with my arms um, under my head oh, yeah. like that. That he would suck me suck wake up. could his own dick. You could. <laughs> he's leaving there all he night. Could, oh, it's like a pacifier. You know he's tried it. You if this, okay if there's a dick on your arm I guarantee you that's yours it. that's your <laughs> yeah, dick yeah you know, it wasn't in my own <laughs> <laughs> if a dick is getting near my mouth I'm sucking it <laughs> I don't care whose it is that's why I chose not grab to live life, at Dan's house grab yeah. life by the horse <laughs> Yodo man hi I'm Kyle Knight this is my wife Misty and we are illusionists from Las Vegas you're listening to the Rock and Comedy Show. One thing I do like being down there with the old people is it makes me feel like I'm little again, like a little kid. And when you're a kid, you can eat amazing amounts of food. And that, all, just candy. That's all I ate when I was a kid. The only thought I had growing up was get candy. That was my only thought in my brain for the 10 years of human life. Just get candy, get candy, get candy, get candy, get candy, get candy. Family, friends, school. These were just obstacles in the way of getting more candy. That's why you have to teach kids not to take candy from strangers if they're playing in a playground. And they can barely understand it. Don't, no candy from strangers? All right, candy, strangers, no candy. All right, because otherwise I'm taking the candy anywhere I can get it. There's such candy moron, idiot brains. Just this man has candy, I'm going with him. Goodbye, I don't care what happens to me. Good candy, good candy, good candy. No, don't go, they'll torture you, they'll kidnap you. It doesn't matter, he has no Henry, I have to take that chance. Good candy, good candy, good candy. So the first time you hear the concept of Halloween when you're a kid, remember the first time you even heard about it? It's like, your brain can't even, what, what is this? Who's giving out candy? Someone's giving out candy? Who, who is giving out this candy? Everyone that we know is just giving out candy? I gotta be a part of this, take me with you. I, I wanna do it, I'll do anything that they want. I can wear that. I'll wear anything I have to wear. I'll do anything I have to do. I will get the candy from these fools that are so stupidly giving it away. So the first couple of years, I made my own costume. They, of course, sucked. Ghost, hobo, no good. So I'm begging the parents, you gotta get me one of the ones from the store, the cardboard box, the cellophane top. So one year, third year, finally got it. Superman costume, not surprisingly. <laughs> Mask included in the set. Remember the rubber band on the back of that mask? That was a quality item there, wasn't it? <laughs> it was good for about 10 seconds before it snapped out of that cheap little staple they put it in there with. <laughs> Thinnest gray rubber in the world. You go to your first house, trick or snap, it broke, I don't believe it. Wait up, I gotta fix it, you guys. Come on. Wait up. 
That's a good thing. Wait up. Kids don't want other kids to wait. They must wait up. To wait up. Because when you're little, life is up. You're growing up. Everything is up. Wait up. Hold up. Shut up. Mom, I'll clean up. Let me stay up. Parents, of course, just the opposite. Just calm down. Slow down. Come down here, sit down, put that down. You are grounded. And keep it down in there. So I had my Superman Halloween costume. I was physically ready, I was mentally prepared. And I assume when I put this costume on, I would probably look exactly like the Superman I had come to know on television and in the movies. Now you remember these costumes, it's not exactly the super fit that you are hoping for. You look more like you're wearing Superman's pajamas is what you look like. It's all loose and flowing. And neckline kind of comes down to about there. <laughs> you got that flimsy little ribbon string holding it together in the back. Plus my mother makes me wear my winter coat over the costume anyway. call Superman wearing a jacket. <laughs> so you're going out there, you know, and the mask keeps breaking. So the rubber band keeps getting shorter. I'm keep make, get tighter and tighter on your face. You can't even see. You're trying to breathe through that. Remember that little hole that gets all sweaty in there? <laughs> and the mask starts slicing into your eyeballs. I can't see, I can't breathe, but we gotta get the candy. Let's keep going. A half hour into it, you take that mask. Oh, the hell with it. <laughs> Bing bong, yeah, it's me. Give me that candy. I'm Superman. Look at the pant legs. What the hell's the difference? Remember those last few Halloweens? Getting a little too old for it. Just kind of going through the motions. Bing bong, come on lady, let's go. <laughs> Halloween, doorbells, candy, let's pick up the pace. And you come to the door, they always ask you those same stupid questions. What are you supposed to be? I'm supposed to be done by now. You want to move it along with the Three Musketeers? I got 18 houses on this block alone. You just hit the bag, we hit the road. That's the routine, let's just pick it up. Sometimes they give you that little white bag twisted on the top. You know, that's going to be some crap candy. <laughs> it's got to have those official Halloween markings on it. Hold it, lady. Wait a second. What is this? The orange marshmallow shaped like a big peanut? Do me a favor. You keep that one. <laughs> yeah, we got all the doorstops we need already. Thank you very much. We're going for name candy only this year. And I think about how I used to eat when I was a kid. How I would, I remember Halloween, I would get, you know, I would have like a punch bowl and I would fill it with candy. The top of it would be curved. That's how much candy would, I would consume that entire punch bowl that night. Next day, feel fantastic. And now, bite-sized candy. <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> Darn it.
<laughs> it's, I know it's not new, but I'm just irritated. I forget about it until Halloween rolls around, and I'm like, it's still small. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Willy Wonka was real when I was a kid. Where did it it tastes good. <laughs> we had we had a neighborhood in, near us when we were growing up in in California, and it was like it was like two, like, small areas over, not like towns, but just sections over. And they gave out full full long candy bars. Like yeah, that was the rich side. Of, that was the rich town. Yeah, yeah. Parents just dump you there, and you get the king size. <laughs> yeah, pillowcases right? <laughs> full of it. There's a little cul-de-sac in Henderson that weren't does that. Weren't you here earlier? I'm sure there's been a thousand Draculas. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, you go to the rich neighborhoods, and they're like, oh, we're vegans. And yeah. then you get some, some like obscure oh, like no. celery or something. Yeah. Gluten-free candy yeah. bar. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. yeah. No, I want to be sick. The night doesn't end until I'm <laughs> yeah. half dead. <laughs> Sons of bitches. I was everyone's best friend on Halloween because I was allergic to chocolate, and they all wanted to trade me. So... <laughs> It's the oh. truth. Are you still allergic? Yeah, very. Like, I don't even allow my son to have it because... because can of, can like, we find out how allergic? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> new game. My son, like, I'll eat it. How allergic are you to chocolate? Need a new co-host. Can you have Nutella? No. And the thing is, I'm also allergic to vanilla bean and white chocolate. So any of the beans. What about coffee? I have coffee, yeah. Okay. Okay. like a... Be. You're so mean. I'm not making fun. I'm just like, how can you have a coffee bean but not a vanilla bean? Yeah. I Here, don't drink know. this coffee. Jay, it's really cocoa. It's different. <laughs> I can't have cocoa and vanilla bean. Well, that's okay. what the doctor told what happens? me. I get um, my throat starts to close up and I'm like, hives all over me. I don't believe I grow antlers and a tail. <laughs> I don't believe not. I, I do start to it. like AJ. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's what happens she when must I, be ill. That's what happens <laughs> when I have chocolate. <laughs> I can't eat seafood and my throat starts to close up and I, I break out in hives and Yeah. Know. Yeah. So I, keep used the to, uh, away. I used to uh, I used to keep an EpiPen with me. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Ooh. I uh there's that uh, there's a Jap a Chinese restaurant over uh where the Golden Tiki's at and uh is I think they've changed names since when I was there, but I ordered duck one night, right? And so I was like, that sounds good. I'm going to get it. And then all of a sudden, my friend's like, did you order seafood? I said, no, I got the duck. And she goes, it looks like you ate seafood. Because, oh, like, I was no. breaking out in hives. Oh, no. Well, they they freaking uh, marinated the duck in a freaking oyster sauce. And they didn't say anything. And so uh. I just, I was, <laughs> and so they, like, they comped the whole meal. And they, like, took care of everything. And they were, like, really, really nice. But I was like, you should probably put that on the menu that it's, not like yeah, most duck is marinated in like an orange sauce. That's usually what they do, or a plum sauce. So the oyster sauce to me was like that was a total trip. It was good, but I like it, it didn't have the reaction. Like if I eat shrimp, I know right away. Like I'm like holy crap, you know. Oh man. But uh, I've done giving up on all seafood because it all made me just like. <laughs> and, and it was weird because like like when I was when I was a kid. And we'd go fishing with my dad and stuff and, like, catch trout. I could eat it. It was like it didn't bother me. Right. But now it just, like, it makes me nauseous. And just yeah, you're just skipping the Russian roulette of seafood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, like, just leave it out. We're not going to build. We're not going to deal with it. Yeah. Imitation crab makes my lips swell up. But then I'm all happy because it looks like I got my lips injected. And I'm like, but, what's weird duck is face. Like, oh, but weird I'm is, serious. <laughs> what's weird is I can have, like, a tuna salad. Like, you know, like a tuna salad sandwich. Yeah. Like tuna fish sandwich. Yeah. I can have that. It doesn't bother me. Hmm. Some say maybe it's, like, the, the with the... 
the oil of the mayonnaise or whatever. Like maybe it's something that like uh, coincides. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But I can eat. I can't eat a lot of it, but I, I don't have any reaction at all. So it's like, but if I have like a tuna steak, I break out right away. So it's hmm. like, it's really crazy. Yeah. I can't have crab or imitation crab, but I could have any other seafood food. So I don't know what, what it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's bizarre. I guess I should count my blessings. I'm not really allergic to anything. Yeah. Well, mm. well, why do you have to brag? I know. I can't even have a Snickers bar or an S bar. I'm just or giving an thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being grateful. I can't have an I bar. Yeah, you know, just whatever you can have, just give it to me, and you know, it's, it doesn't go to waste. <laughs> hey, guess yeah. what, guys? What? Good songs in there. Oh, yeah. I think we were singing to all of them. Pretty good stuff. So, uh, <clears throat> let's see, J9. What year do you think it is? 1982. 1982. That's honestly what I had. That's what you're agreeing with. I'm going to stick with it. Okay. Well, you're both wrong. No. It's 1980. 86. 80. Yeah. Damn, yeah. Right wow. at the top of the decade. I think Queen was the only song in there that I'm like, it's it can't be past 82. It just can't. I mean, that was, uh, well, you know. Yeah. That Billy Joel song came out when I was five. Yeah, must have. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like a little later. 
Well, I'm the baby in the room. You're the baby Me? in the room? <laughs> I'm the old one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what that means. Now, it's time for the top five songs. Solid gold. Get ready and let's see how you do. That's right. We have the top five songs of 1980, and we're going to see how you do by putting them in the correct order from five to one. Here we go. That would be a crazy thing called Love by Queen. Here's your next one. A little magic from Olivia Newton-John. Ah, uh, here's another one for you. Pat Benatar, hit me with your best shot. One of the top five songs of 1980. All right, here's your next one. How about some Crash Test Dummies? All right, and your last one. Little Whip It from Devo. That's a hit. Four? Did we give you four or all five? I think we're wrong. Whip it good. Yeah, Queen, Magic, uh, yeah, that's Pat Benatar, Crash Test Dummies, and Devo. Oh, one, two, three, four, five. I got oh, I take it back. Crash Test Dummies were not supposed to be in there. Yeah, oh, I was wondering. That's, like... a, that's a 90 song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so this is uh, this this one is actually Scratching around. Here we go. Morning, goodbye, down that would be Woman in Love with uh, Barry Gibb and Barbara Streisand. Okay. I always thought, thought it was Olivia Newton-John for some reason. I did too. I was surprised today to find out because I, I, I was like, I remember the song, but I, I can't stand Barbara Streisand. But I was like, oh. But it's funny because she sounds almost like Barry Gibb. It's true. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Woman in Love, Barbara Streisand, Hit Me With Your Best Shot, Pat Benatar, Magic from Olivia Newton-John, Whip It. From Devo and Crazy Little Thing Called Love from Queen. All right. So let's get started. What do we have for number five? N- number five, I got Woman in Love. Me too. Woman in Love. We're tied. <laughs> Redemption. See, it does sound an awful lot like Olivia Newton-John. I loved Olivia Newton-John. That's my dad's favorite trio. Really? <laughs> All right. What do we have for number four? I have magic. Olivia Newton. Uh, crazy thing called love. I can see that too. Really? 
All right, J9, what do we got for number three? Magic. I had hit me with your best shot. It's magic. I was thinking it's John. Wow. <laughs> Look at me. Three in a oh. row. Oh, wow. Boy. This is the best game ever. <laughs> <laughs> the irony. <laughs> All right, what do we have for number two, J9? Hit me with your best shot. Two-eyed queen. Whip it from Go Devo, up. taking you to number one. Pat Benatar. Damn it, Devo. I took a chance on you being number one. Look me what you too. did to me. I did too. You did me you 40 years later. <laughs> so I got three right. You got three right. Yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah. Normally she's like, I don't want to play because I'm just yeah. 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 never yeah. say that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything. Yeah. I, mean, I don't like losing. This candy isn't sour enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Kiss my ass today, AJ. <laughs> it's, it's probably nice and soft. <laughs> Smooth butt skin. Yeah. Smooth butt skin. All right, everybody, we're going to take a break. <laughs> Dave Harris is coming up next from Lovesick Radio. It's going to be fantastic. We'll be right back.
Looking for a way to get free from debt? Well, gather up your bills and call a Care One credit counselor today. We are credit counseling agencies that have helped 2 million people just like you. I see people every day who are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge and the bottom is bankruptcy. We pull them back and they appreciate that. You get to consolidate your payments. You only have to make one payment a month instead of worrying about three, four, or five. Care One credit counselors have experience assisting people to get out of debt and get on with their lives. To help you take your first step, they're offering a consultation and debt analysis. Call for licensing details. It is your path out. People are truly amazed when they call us and see what we can do to help them. I mean, the relief in their voices. Call us because we can do amazing things. Get your consultation and debt analysis by calling a Care One credit counselor today. One simple and confidential call can get you debt free. 800 284 1349. 800 284 1349. 800 284 1349. That's 800 284 1349. As a punk host, I say a lot of controversial things. And one of them I'm going to say right now is Evil Pie has the best pizzas in the world. There. I said it. What are you going to do? Come fight me over it? I'll tell you what. Come to Vegas. Go to 508 Fremont Street and try it for yourself. The best pizzas in the world. You can get the classics, pepperoni or cheese, or you can try one of their signature tastes like the Gang Green, Balls to the Wall, Berry White, Hog Heaven. They even have gluten and vegan options for you if you're into that. And even specialty pizzas for certain types of the year. You remember when the grasshoppers took over? Evil Pie made the cannon hopper. That's right, a grasshopper pizza. And it sold out in minutes. Not only do they have great pizzas, but they also throw punk rock shows in the patio. You know, once COVID's over. But it's 508 Fremont Street. That's the best place for pizza. It's right there in the heart of downtown. So go to the Evil Pie. Check it out for yourself. I guarantee it. You'll say, damn. This is the best pizzas in the world.
everyone, get ready for the scariest night of the year. No, no, no! Yes, I'm talking about Halloween. Just keep calm. Everything's going to be all right. And it's going to be a howling good time. I've got your favorite monster hits and scary flicks, along with special guests, and you're invited. So join me if you dare for the Crash Man's Halloween Spooktacular on RadioVegas.rocks. Hey, this is Murray Sachik with the Rockin' Comedy Show, the number one podcast in Las Vegas. Only today, and I'm not a 
God, that's a shitty song. Oh, I'm Jay. Super bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked it. Uh, I'm just kidding. Dave's here, everybody, from Lovesick Radio. That was right Lovesick Radio. Say, what do people drink nowadays? <laughs> Truly. <laughs> oh, yuck. <laughs> yeah, it was like crap. Yeah. So that was Lovesick Radio. I'm not dead yet. Speaking of Lovesick Radio, it's been a long time since you've been on the show. Yes, it has. You know, I've been everywhere. <laughs> locked down and moving. Now, yeah, I'm now locked down. <laughs> so I haven't been anywhere. I'm trapped in my freaking house. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, are you guys were popping out some tunes there for a while, and then it just yeah. Well, we're we're making a new record. Like, Lovesick signed a deal, and uh, we're making a record with a guy named Kevin Shirley, who did the Black Crows by Your Side record. He's done all the Joe Bonamassa stuff. He's done. He mixed Led Zeppelin. He's mixed Metallica. He's mixed. Um, Air, he, did, he produced Aerosmith's Nine Lives. Look at him come in here just dropping names. <laughs> dropping names. I have a whole list right here. I'm just I'm trying, to, I'm trying to memorize. Real Aerosmith fans hate me for this, but Nine Lives was one of my favorites. Dude, that record's awesome. <laughs> that's like, that was like it my first introduction. My to, you know, it has some good tunes on it for sure. Yeah, uh, Pump's one of my favorites. That's I, a great yeah, record too. I like yeah. Pump. Had a lot of good stuff on that's there. That's the first record I. Stole from my or CD stole from my mom. <laughs> she listened to it. I'm like mine. <laughs> She's like, well, the first my mother Aerosmith? broke. What happened to my Aerosmith CD? <laughs> God damn you, take it back. Aerosmith loses its coolness when your mom likes them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom was cool. She was listening to cool music. So I can't, like, <laughs> no, I'm just my mom's street cred. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yeah, yeah, we'll go with it. Mom, what's one of your favorites? I don't really like that Love's Take Radio. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're nothing like that Aerosmith boys. <laughs> the East Coast boys. I love the East Coast boys. <laughs> so, uh, all those singles you were putting out, is that part of the new album? Or are you uh, a couple of them are. Our last, our last song was a song called Bloodshot Eyes. will be on the new record, which was like, if you're on other, like in Europe, who are, which are, we're assigned at Earache, which are, they put out the Rival Sons. They, um, Blackberry Smoke, hmm. Temperance Movement is on the label, and then they have a lot of metal bands, which it's crazy. Like they do rock, and then metal. <laughs> is this cool. a re-recording of that track on the album, or is this that the song isn't even on the record that you guys played? Right. Oh, what? But the one the one you just mentioned is is, is the the single going to just go on the record, or is this a re-recording of we, that? Uh, we we remixed it and we added some cool piano to it. Yeah, a little ear candy. Yeah. So it's going to sound different than this. Music spotlight. <laughs> it's very similar to that, but just uh, there's some cooler piano. We have a guy from Rival Sons play on it. Nice. Oh, badass. Yeah. He played on our the first single that's coming off the record. It's called Nothing Left to Lose. So okay. It's really cool. Very cool. Same lineup? Maybe change well, any it's different out? than the first song. It's, it's pretty much this. Well, we, we, I fired the guitar player for being annoying. <laughs> so it's everybody's. Because we redid the band pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much my whole band. Here's a, here's a reader, Reader's Digest version. Our manager brought <laughs> us out to Vegas, and then we broke up pretty much. Everybody quit, and they, those guys started working at the car dealership. So we started selling cars, and I was like, crap, what am I going to do? So I put a new band together and rebuilt it from that, and it's kind of more of a rock. It was kind of an alternative pop, and then we yeah. made it a little bit more rocky. Uh, it's kind of like a punk rock Rolling Stones now. We'll go with that. You have like a car sale music video just to like throw it in their face. Too. Like, <laughs> we're slashing prices. And we're right. <laughs> the well, they're, they're good guys. But, you know, <laughs> That's cool. It was, uh, it was funny. It was yeah. like, why is everybody selling cars? <laughs> I know a person who didn't sell cars. <laughs> How did you get the name of the band? That's a great question. I'm glad you asked it. Um, <laughs> the name came from our old drummer at the time. Mm -hmm. He was a... Uh, 
he was how a nice way to put this. He was almost like the whore of the band. <laughs> he was lovesick. Yeah, he, he was, was t- he was constantly going through <laughs> through uh, ladies, and then he met somebody he was into, but then she figured out what he was doing, so he broke up. She broke up with him, and he was like sad. Aww. But you know, he did it to himself, so it was kind of like he was like, oh shit. Every song I hear on the radio is like a you know a love song, it's making me kind of lovesick about her. And we go, hey, write that down. <laughs> and all cool the cooler though. names are taken. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Cool no, I actually like the name. I was interested. Oh, okay. I wanted to know. Well, hopefully that whetted your interest. Wait, yeah. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Hope that <laughs> witty it, comments. It, it killed my curiosity. That's it. Okay. <laughs> are you satisfied? I am satisfied. <laughs> Do you like that answer? <laughs> exactly. Oh. Uh, but good stuff. So you, that's what you've been working on during the lockdown. Have you learned any new trades? No, I haven't. <laughs> I've not learned any new trades. <laughs> I just been yeah, I've been doing a lot of session work and then I get guess I can do that from the studio anywhere, but like I used to perform with a bunch of artists as well. Like I'd go out with Haley Steinfeld or whoever yeah. would hire me at the time. So I obviously all the shows got cancelled, so all the gigs got cancelled, so I just been writing and recording a record. Yeah. You know. Sleeping a lot, like yeah. a rock star. Well, I'm just glad the gyms are open because I can go back to the gym at least. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I'm a, I'm that nerd guy. I'm working out then go work on music and it's my life it's yeah. boring are you ready nothing to get back wrong on with stage? that nothing wrong i'm not that. like yeah, saying yeah. <laughs> there's worse things <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, there is. are you ready to get back on stage you miss it oh i totally miss it yeah, nice break yeah. and i have another band here called um crash and wayward with a guy named stacy blades and if you're familiar yeah, with yeah. Him, he played Stacey in la Blade. guns mm-hmm. and great guy um and we're i was working on that today with a guy like mike who worked with metallica if you if you watch the metallica documentary What's it? What's it called? Um, something by something monster. Uh, you know, monster of puppets. I don't know. Yeah, monster. <laughs> of puppets. Some kind of monster. That documentary. Yeah. Okay. The guy who's engineering it is that guy in the video. So that's that's cool. So that's his claim. It's his. Uh, he's he's done like every Metallica record since like Black. Hmm. Like he was Bob Rock's. Like I think he's like right hand man or something. Okay. Yeah. So he has a lot of good stories about Bob Rock. But we were in the studio today with him, and that was fun. Just do a bunch of guitars. So very cool. I have the studio. Hair going. Well, at least <laughs> hopefully, I don't smell. No, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're staying busy. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. But it's gonna, that's when we get a record too. But yeah, check out crashingwayward.com and <laughs> wherever you listen to music. Or actually, we have no music out, so never mind. But you know, <laughs> Instagram and stuff. Don't follow us at all. Pay no attention to us. So what uh, a plug! Yeah. <laughs> what a great plug! We're gonna play a game. So let's get ready, guys. Get your pens, get your paper, because we are going to play a good, fun game here. I think this is, uh, this might be one of uh, his favorites. I think he's played this game before. Let me, uh, let me get it all queued up and ready to go. How many should I number? Oh, it's always it's always 15 for this game. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> 15. Always, always 15. Yeah. Oh, we have to number this? There's work involved? A little bit. One, we, we won't make you work too hard, I promise. Two, three. We have to actually number this. We can't just like pretend we number it. So you can pretend. Yeah. It's, it's probably be easier. I have a really bad handwriting. Me too. I oh. scribble everything on here. 13, 14. <laughs> Exciting radio counting. To <laughs> was it 15? I yeah, passed it up. 15, can we do 17? Is that right? 15, here we go. Now on the Rockin' Comedy Show. Is it a romance novel? Or the title of a porn. 
That's right. Is it a romance novel or the title of a porn sponsored by our friends over at spunklube.com? Use promo code Rockin' Comedy for discounts and first-time shoppers. You're going to get free shipping and handling. There's 15 altogether. If you think it's a novel, just write novel. If you think it's a porn, say porn. Here we go. Number one, Kissin' the Killer. <laughs> Kissin' the Killer. Number two, Bad Boy CEO. Mm. I want to work for him. <laughs> Number three, Nothing to Hide. Number four, The Dinner Party. I actually wrote that. It's porn. <laughs> Number five, Watchers. Number six, Deprived Fantasies. Number seven, Naked Came the Stranger. Number eight, <laughs> Off Limits. I'm taking this very seriously today. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, Down and Dirty. That's a short story, actually. Does that count as a book? <laughs> <laughs> Number ten, Fires of Surrender. Fires of Surrender. <laughs> Jesus. Number 11, Night Hunger. The Hunger that, That's obviously a book. It's a cookbook. <laughs> Number 12. <laughs> or it was written by Jeffrey Dahmer. Number 12, uh, All the Girls Are Butt Slammers. What? Number, my doctor says. <laughs> number 13, Good Girls Love Bad Boys. Number 14, Shattered. Shattered. Rolling Stones song. And number 15, hanging with my sister's boyfriend. <laughs> that can't be a book. That sounds like a plan book. <laughs> so what do we have for number one? Novel. Book, book, book novel. Right? Novel. It is a novel. Very nice. good. Number two. Porn. Novel. Porn. Bad Boy CEO is a novel. Oh. It was too obvious. <laughs> number three, nothing to hide. Porn. Novel. Porn. It's porn. Number four, The Dinner Party. Porn. 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 Number five, The Watchers. Porn. That porn. sounds like a book, though. Romance novel. <laughs> it's porn. Oh. Uh, number six, Deprived Fantasies. Book. Porn. Novel. Porn. Damn. Number seven, Naked Came the Stranger. Novel. Novel. Porn. Porn. Limits. <laughs> number eight, Off Limits. Porn. Novel. 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 Damn it. Number nine, Down and Dirty. Porn. Novel. Down and Dirty is a novel. Yes. Damn it. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm on a down streak right now. <laughs> Number 10, Fires of Surrender. Book. Novel. 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 Number 11, Night Hunger. Novel. 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 Porn. Damn it. Number 12, All the Girls Are Butt Slammers. <laughs> I said porn. 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 <laughs> it's porn. <laughs> Number 13, Good Girls Love Bad Boys. Porn. Novel. Porn. Novel. Damn it. Yeah. Number 14, Shattered. Porn. Novel. Romance novel. Novel. Number 15, Hanging with My Sister's Boyfriend. Porn. 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 Porn it is. <laughs> there we go. It's like every porn on Pornhub <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> What's with all the incest porn? Like, come on, can we give it a break on the incest porn, please? Well, everybody's locked down with their family. Dude, come on. <laughs> There's neighbors. <laughs> Ew. Well, got, how many did you yeah. get right? Nine. Oh, that's, that's pretty good for you. But that's five, usually six. like I either average I seven. eight or yeah, nine. Eleven. All right. You know yeah. you're porn and novels. But I'm still in the lead from the other game. <laughs> <laughs> she's, well. still, she's still on a high <laughs> from the music game. <laughs> don't, don't let me tear you down. <laughs> all right. Yeah. 
good stuff. He'll, Dave will probably do much better at the music game. We have another round of that coming up. I can try anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's humbled me. It, it humbles many. That's why it's such a good game. Even even people that claim they know a lot about music, they still get humbled a little bit. So that's why it's a fun game to play, for sure. So what do you say? Let's get into it. Let's play the next round of our music game. Let's do... Cheat. Here we go. All right, guys, let's figure out what year it is. Here we go. stuff uh-huh even better than the first round i think yeah. and since jane no, did yeah. so well on the last no. yeah, round jane. you gave him the beach boy stuff though <laughs> that doesn't matter doesn't mean anything he knows what year they were no i don't know they were more than just one year <laughs> i don't know <laughs> what year do you think it is 68 68 dave i have no idea i was like 64 64 66 it is 1966. Well, you guys cheated. I really didn't. I really <laughs> didn't. I didn't know what we were supposed to do. I like. I hope they don't ask us to rename all these songs. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what I thought the first time I played. I thought that the first time I played, I was like, I just. I'll just figure out what year it is, and then we do this. Now it's time for the top five songs. Solid gold. 
Get ready and let's see how you do. All right, these are the top five songs of 1966, according to Billboard charts. I play them out of order. Okay. You have to figure out which one was number five all the way down to number one. Uh, okay. So we'll start with the first one. Well, California Dreamin' from the Mamas and Papas. This next one's one of my favorite songs. Question Mark and the Mysterians. Such a good tune. 96 Tears. What's the title again? 96 Tears. By Question Mark and the Mysterians. Your next one. Little Reach Out, I'll Be There. That's a great song. Ah, it's such a good tune. All right, here's your next one. In the summer, in the city, in the summer, in the city. Cool town, in the city, dressed so fine and looking so Summer pretty. in the city. Cool cat, looking for a kitty, gonna look in every corner of the city. Till I'm wheezing like a bus stop. And your final one. Boots are made Little for boots are made for walking. Nancy Sinatra. The song sounds so much older than the other songs, too. <laughs> it really like, does. <laughs> this is like vintage back in the day. <laughs> Are you sure this isn't 54? <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, boy. Not too bad, right? I think it was a pretty good list of songs. Not a bad year. No Beatles, though, in the top. That's pretty, pretty interesting. How it should be. <laughs> hey, I couldn't agree more. I have no idea. All this. right, so that what do we good. have, uh, AJ, for number five? Oh, I didn't even uh, list you here. Uh, all right, uh, I'm going to say... Uh, 90, ooh, 96 tears. 96 tears. What do you That's have? I, I have the same thing. Okay. I have uh, Summer in the City. Number five. Damn it. <laughs> that should have been higher. I had the following week in my head. <laughs> I would have thought so too. But. Yeah. All right, J nine. What do we have at number four? I'll be there. <laughs> Same. Yeah, that's that's that a was my Cali number four. Dream. That was number my four. California Dream. Yeah. I'll be there. It was my four slot. Yeah. Number four. Oh, damn it! Oh, I really oh, screwed I'm up. So off. Yeah. <laughs> I was close. These boots are made for walking. Damn. You see how we humble you, J9? You I did know. so well the last round. Know, Three in a row. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> All right, what do we have for number three, AJ? Summer in the City. Dave? Number three? <laughs> well, I had Reach Out. I'll be there, but obviously that's <laughs> not it. So. I have 96 tears. Is that right? No. <laughs> I got one there. So what song is this? This is Summer, Summer in the, the City. City. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Love in Spoonful? That's yeah. right after number one. Damn it. <laughs> okay, I know what number one is. All right, number two? California Dreaming. Me too. Well, what did you have? Boots, <laughs> but I think it's 96 Tears or whatever. Number two is 96 oh. Tears, which means your number one song of 1966, California Dreaming. Mamas and Papas. 
That was yeah. that was a rough one because they're all really good songs. <laughs> yeah. Really good. Yeah. And each one could have easily stood alone as that surprise one hit. You know that that yeah. that hit of number one. There's one there's one year I forget which which year it is, and out of the top five. Three of them are Elvis, and two of them are the Beatles. <laughs> You're like, what yeah. year is this? Yeah. <laughs> so, Damn you, 58? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> so it's pretty good. Hey, California Dreamin', Mamas and the Pampas. Not bad. That's a good tune. Yeah, so, they're, they're all a, good. Such too. a good band. Yeah, thank you, Mama Cass, for carrying that entire group. No, <laughs> <laughs> she was so talented, you know what I mean? Yeah. Remember when she was on Scooby-Doo? Uh, I missed that episode. Yeah, pretty good. I wasn't... <laughs> It wasn't out yet. <laughs> you it's been around yet. since then. I'm sure you've seen the one with Kiss, the worst episode ever. Oh, that was, you know, yeah. I, I do it was like last year, right? No. Oh. Isn't it like, they've been more than one. Then. Probably. Remember maybe, that, maybe uh, when the remake of Scooby-Doo, but the original Scooby-Doo they were on there. That South Park parody they did of Scooby-Doo and Corn. I didn't see it? that one. Oh, dude, that's classic. That was one of their Halloween episodes years ago. Yeah. Okay, I'll be going on Hulu tonight. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan Davis loses his glasses. <laughs> like he's like. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's good. That's awesome. Concerts, though, they got to come back. It's it's time. I'm dying. Like just talking about it, and I'm glad that we have that platform to talk about it in here. But just talking about it, I'm like, oh, I get the goosebumps and oh, I get the frustrations. <laughs> uh, yeah, because my last show was March 14th, and that was like the weekend it hit, and the show was out in Pahrump, so they're like, we don't give a shit. Of course you can play, <laughs> you know. And then uh, I don't know how they got away with it, and you know, I don't know if I could even mention it, but we're we're gonna be hanging out November 14th at the Bearded Lady in Pahrump. You know, hanging out, maybe not playing a show, but you know, we'll be jamming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we played. We played during. We played the uh, in Indiana, South Bend, Indiana, like a couple months ago. Yeah. During this whole, they thing. didn't care, right? I we were like all like masked up, you know, <laughs> just all like you know, <laughs> like oh my god, we're playing a show. <laughs> you know, we get there. You would think nobody in that town has ever heard of COVID nineteen. <laughs> We're like, what? The somebody came up to me and was like, hey! I'm like, hey, don't hug me. Yeah, that's awesome. So, do you, I, did you not see the news earlier today? Or any day? Yeah. Like for the last month? My, my friend, he moved to uh, Omaha, Nebraska, and he said you would have, you would not believe that it doesn't exist here. Like, nobody even acts like it's there. That's how it yeah. was in South it, Indiana. He said town. it's so weird. I was in Austin, Nevada, which is about four hours north of here, but still south of Reno, and I went to a convenience store and I was wearing a mask, and they all looked at me like I was an idiot. And they're like, yeah, we don't do that here, bud. Like, don't worry about it. Just grab your fountain drink and, you know, well, get it. <laughs> Pull your mouth underneath. Just get it. You know, you just, <laughs> anymore, just take it in. Just lick it if you want. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was like, okay, cool. It's like when I went, when I went uh, camping in Arizona, and we went to get we went to buy a bunch of stuff. They're like, yeah, you don't have to wear that in here. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it does. Like, they're like, it doesn't exist here. You're going to get your ass beat for being city slickers. Like, get, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a very crafty virus. It's very crafty. So it's, uh, it's, it's time to come back. Hopefully now with the restrictions lifting over the, the seating and stuff. I mean, we do have some of our smaller shows coming back, like Absinthe and stuff. Yeah, so, right about that, yeah. So that's pretty cool. It's, it's got to come back, though. And a couple of bars have had bands, right? Like the Dive Bar didn't have a band recently. They had Remember? comedy. They had comedy. Why yeah. didn't you perform? I was here. Uh, are you here? <laughs> <laughs> well, now you have a stage to go to. I know. A scary one, but <laughs> yeah, that is a scary room. <laughs> scary bathroom in the Dive Bar. I yeah, I've never been there. Actually. Really? Yeah. You've it's never played or no, just hung no. out? No, I've never been there. It's I, I late think or hung out. 
I think it's really cool, like, the live stream stuff that's been going on. Like, that's a cool platform and everything, but I was kind of disappointed. And, like, I won't call out some of the bands, but, like, some bands I really respected, and I, I paid for their live stream. But what the live stream really was was a compiled video that you could tell was, like, their lip syncing and, like, playing along to it. And it was just, like, the separate cameras in each individual, like, uh, musician's house. And it looked like they were collabing. And it, it was kind of a live recording, but it wasn't like this. It wasn't live live. Live live. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but I have seen ones that were live live, and that those are really cool, and they have, like, a small audience that they let in and everything. The, the only thing I don't think, like, we, we talked about it yesterday, was the, the Zoom for stand-up comedy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's That's just, rough. Because there's no, there's no applause, and there's a lot of things you can do with a comedy. You, well, you but, get hearts or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, you got emojis. <laughs> yeah. That's your laughter. But, but that like joke said, killed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like saying, you like, you can't do crowd work. Hey, so where are you from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah even in here, we're working off of each other, we're laughing with each other. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you kind of need that. <laughs> hey, so, uh... <laughs> I don't know. I, I talk to my cat all the time, and he, I, I seem to do pretty your, well. <laughs> he, he doesn't give me any reaction. He stares at me, but I kill it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they have this speechless. thing I keep seeing on Facebook. It's like um, candlelight music under the stars for, like, concerts or whatever outside. I don't know where it is, though. I have to look it up. Somewhere it's very dark. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably no, uh, you can, you, but I think outdoor You can perform your gig as long as now. it's ambient noise. Yeah. 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 So uh, just, <laughs> just let them. You're playing acoustic. Five hours of Kenny G on acoustic. <laughs> well, when they do have like music festivals out here, they used to have Vegas years ago, like Dave Matthews and all those jam bands, and it was like brutally hot. And I'm like, why can't they just do it in October? But I don't mind sitting out here. Well, do you have the the drive drive-in shows here yet? We did. We well, did there a, was a few. Yeah. Yeah. yeah those, I, those are weird. Marie Sawchuk did a, a whole magic show at the drive. It was like, <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah, it was like, that's weird. Dun dun. Yeah. Dun dun. I don't really know who's his uh, magic. Is he like a comedian too, or is it just mostly? Yeah, like, but he. But it's weird because he's. He's he, at the Tropicana, right? Or yeah, the la- the yeah, the Laugh Factory, and it's it, it's yeah. weird because he's he's a lot of up close magic. So I was like at the drive-in. That doesn't. Well, like the a, big screen. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, but I mean, okay. it's still like it's still <laughs> weird because you got to. A lot of his tricks are like, could you bring people up on stage? So, like, I asked him now that, because I think they said they're going back, like, just before Thanksgiving, I think. So they say, he said, you have to work on some new material because we haven't been told if we can bring anybody on stage yet. And it's Jeez. like, you're a magician. And it's like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to saw this woman in half and she died of COVID. <laughs> oh. Well, I loved yesterday when the comedian said they were beeping their horns at him, like for laughter, like with the drive through yes, comedy yeah. thing. What do you do with that? I would like <laughs> yeah. die. Was so, like they honk once and scare the crap out what? of me. What? Yeah. Do you like it? Is that funny? It okay. Oh, thank you. Oh, do you want me to get off stage? What yeah, you, you wouldn't what know. <laughs> what is it? We played Sturgis last year. Awesome. With, with, with Keith Urban. But that, that's my ooh. bucket list to go there. It's, it's crazy. I'll share some stories That's in awesome. a minute. We did two shows there. The first night was with uh, Keith Urban and uh, what's the bad of the bone guy? George Thogood? Yeah. It was yeah. Weird, kind of a weird. Yeah, yeah. So the night before, some like an 80s, the 80s band Skid Row was playing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people brought their motorcycles up. So like if they liked what the, you know, they rev it. Rev it, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> you weren't allowed to have that during the Keith Urban show. So all the bikes were like way in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking forward to that. I was like, this is going to be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the next night we played. With Godsmack, Ooh. and uh, I've never seen so many naked people that you don't want to see naked in your life. <laughs> yeah, it's like it started. It's not like the movies, is it? No, no, no. no. We <laughs> started <laughs> the Sturgis. We're, we're, we're playing all of a sudden. Like there's this, like this. It's like I'm playing. Like here's my view, straight ahead, people on, on Radio Land, and like towards coming on my left side, 
slowly appears this <laughs> naked stiletto and comes into full view. I'm like, okay, that person's nude. So I'm like, I have to turn around so I don't laugh. Because it's like, it was a very, because not yeah. something I was expecting to see. Yeah. The next, the yeah. next thing you know, he there's. He didn't look good in those stilettos. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing you know, there's like this woman naked and then they, like the security comes over and stops them. And then all of a sudden, like four other people are naked. So they just kind of gave up. Hey, like, one oh. love, one love. Yeah. <laughs> I love the reality show. They had one like on Sturgis or whatever. Oh, really? I watched it, like binge watch. It's hilarious. Like all the crazy things that go on and the concerts look amazing. I'm like, oh. I want to go. It was, it was a good time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just, it's crazy. And there was like the this motorcycle had like a I don't like a pool like a little trailer with a pool on it yeah so that you know they can have the party anywhere <laughs> it's like after the show everybody's just like out and like the nicest people though too right it was but it was it was crazy experience. <laughs> look at my tits man those are googly eyes what is that <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the dirtiest I think I've ever been because yeah. we tried to take showers there, but they were just <laughs> not. We didn't realize until afterwards that there was, like, nice showers farther from where our bus was. <laughs> we were like, fuck. Cause we Sharing had to, the hose. We had, to, we had a shower in the bus, but it was terrible. Yeah. So, God damn it. So we had to go to this, where, the, where this, like, community shower, which was, like, the dirtiest thing I've ever been in yeah. in my life. Oh, my God. I was like... Dude, that's it's like, like the uh, shower you wear your flip flops in. <laughs> no, you like have to wear full clothes in this yeah. shower. It's just that dirty. It <laughs> was yeah. like Vans Warped Tour. Like we're seriously like we're oh, hosing was, each other down. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was it was fun. That was great though. Uh, Warped Tour is good time. That's good stuff. See, you see the the road stories is what you miss when you can't perform. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the all the crazy stuff. All the all dirty, disgusting things <laughs> we're gonna take a break everybody we'll be right back we've got more coming up
Tell Me Why, Love Sick Radio. It's the Rock and Comedy Show, episode number 1,251. And uh, we're hanging out with Dave from uh, hey, Love Sick Radio. Thanks for playing us. Yeah, it sounds always, really good man. when you play us. <laughs> always, you're in rotation here. Uh, all right, we got, a, we got another fun game we're going to play. This is uh, 10 altogether, so put down on your piece of paper. You guys know this one. This is my favorite because it puts you all in check. <laughs> it is our movie sound game, everybody. I'm going to play you some very funny clips from some movies, and you got to figure out what movies they are. All A multi-genre? Yeah, okay. all multi-genre. Okay. Here we go, starting with number one. What movie is this? I have a plan. You've got a plan. Yes. First of all, you're copying me from when I said I had a plan. No, I'm not. People say that all the time. It's not that unique of a thing to say. Secondly, I don't even believe you have a plan. I have part of a plan. What percentage of a plan do you have? You don't get to ask questions after the nonsense you pulled on Nowhere. I just saved Quill. We've already established that you destroying the ship that I'm on is not saving me. When did we establish? Like three seconds ago. No, I wasn't listening. I was thinking of something else. Oh. <laughs> All right, here's uh, movie number two. Did you have an awesome time? Did you drink awesome shooters and listen to awesome music and then just sit around and soak up each other's awesomeness? <laughs> here's number three. Next. Crucifixion. Yes. Good. Out of the door, line on the left, one cross each. Next. Crucifixion. Yes. Good. Out of the door, line on the left, one cross each. Next. <laughs> Crucifixion. Uh, no, freedom. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, freedom for me. They said I hadn't done anything so I could go free and live on an island somewhere. Oh. Oh, well, that's jolly good. Well... Off you go then. Nah, man, you put in your leg. It's crucifixion, really. Oh, I see. Yeah, very good, very good. <laughs> number four. Give me back my son! <laughs> and number five. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it's hard to concentrate when you're surrounded by so many things you could kill me with. Like this axe I saw you looking at. Take it. Please, it's yours. I go for the neck, but I'm not the brain surgeon. Just do it quietly so John doesn't hear me die. Otherwise, he's likely to get upset, rip off his heart rate monitor. (laughs) Then, you just have to find the sensor and disarm it so you can walk more than 30 feet out that door without the collar detonating. Or, you could try and take the collar off yourself. That could be tricky. Slightest knock in the wrong place could trigger it. I should know. Number six. We're gonna have to figure out a way to get inside. It looks impossible. Lucky those walls are 25 feet high. There's a guard at every post. There's no way we'll ever get in there. I think Dusty's right. Well, we're just gonna have to use our brains. Damn it. <laughs> Number seven. Look, okay, just get any blunt objects together, all right? If you get cornered, bash him in the head. That seems to work out. Keep together, stay sharp, and follow me. And number eight. Everybody knows you never go full retard. What do you mean? Check it out. Dustin Hoffman, Rain Man, look retarded, act retarded, not retarded. Cat two picks, cheated cards, autistic, sure, not retarded. You got Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Slow, yes, retarded, maybe, oh, yeah. braces on his leg, <laughs> but he charmed the pants off next to him and won a ping pong competition. That ain't retarded. He was a goddamn war hero. Right. You know any retarded war heroes? You went full retard, man. <laughs> Never go for retard. You don't buy that? That's Sean Penn, 2001, I am Sam. Remember? Went for retard. 
Went home empty-handed. <laughs> all right, number nine. As zombies began to outnumber humans, well, that's when you had to cut all emotional ties. If the girls in your neighborhood are now fucked up little monsters, <laughs> well, maybe it's time to stop driving carpool. <laughs> and number ten. I know that one day, Veronica and I are going to get married on top of a mountain. And there's going to be flutes playing and <laughs> trombones and flowers and garlands of Classic. fresh herbs. <laughs> herbs. And we will dance till the sun rises. And you won't be invited. And then our children will form a family band. <laughs> a family band. will tear the countryside and you won't be invited. <laughs> so good. Can I get two and four? Uh, number two. Here we go. Did you have an awesome time? Did you drink awesome shooters and listen to awesome music and then just sit around and soak up each other's awesomeness? Here's number four. Give me back my son! <laughs> All right. J9, any? Um, nah, I'm, I, don't, I don't know what I'm got. Yeah. Oh, come no. on. You know you got some in there. You're... I know number three, but I can't picture who, I can't get it. Do number three one more time. Next. Crucifixion? No, not number three. Well, that's not... It, out of then the it door. Was two. Two. Sorry. Did you have an awesome time? Did you drink awesome shooters and listen to awesome music and then just sit around and soak up each other's awesomeness? Oh, thank you. Yeah. You jerk. <laughs> it, it took four friggin' times. I know who it is. Just, I, damn it. I, I still could be wrong, honestly, but it's the only thing I can picture. <laughs> All right, we good? Dave, you need any repeated? I, I can't remember the name of some of these, but let's go. No, I don't. All right, here we go. Let's do uh, number one, AJ. Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what I had. Didn't get it. It's Guardians of the Galaxy. I have a plan. You've got a plan. <laughs> yes. First of all, you're copying me from when I said I had a plan. No, I'm not. People say that all the time. It's not that unique of a thing to say. Secondly, I don't even believe you have a plan. I have... A part of a plan. What percentage of a plan do you have? You don't get to ask questions after the nonsense you pulled on Nowhere. I just saved Quill. We've already established that you destroying the ship that I'm on is not saving me. When did we establish? Like three seconds ago. I wasn't listening. I was thinking of something else. Ah, what do we have for number two? Everybody's struggling with it. Hot tub time machine. No. Was it? It's that brunette with. It's that brunette. She's saying it though. Sarah Miller saving whatever. Uh-uh. I, it's like, I know the movie. It's like, I want to say Waiting or Office Space, but I know those aren't right. Uh, it's not. It's Mean Girls. Damn it. Okay, I was, I was way off. That. I've never actually I mean, seen that. Did you drink awesome yeah, shooters the, and girl listen to the awesome hair. music and then just sit around and soak That was one of my first thoughts. I'm like, no, there's no way that's it. And then I was picturing the brunette, the love interest in Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, uh, yeah like the cool chick. Like yeah. When you said that, I'm like, that has to be it, right? <laughs> I've never seen Mean Girls. You're, I, it's gonna sound funny coming from me, but you're missing out. Oh, <laughs> it's a good movie. It's, it's a good movie. Good, yeah. Okay. What do we have, What do we have for number three? Uh, is it Monty Python and the Holy Grail? It so. is Monty Python, but it is not the Holy Grail. I said Monty Python. I didn't know the movie. That's yeah. what I thought it was, but I didn't know the. Mm. It is the life of Brian. Is, it, is that wrong? Then yes. do I get that wrong? Okay. Crucifixion. Yes. Good. Out of the door, line on the left, one cross each. Next. Crucifixion. Good. Out of the door, line on the left, one cross each. Next. Crucifixion. Uh, no, freedom. <laughs> what? Uh, freedom for me. They said I hadn't done anything so I could go free and live on an island somewhere. Oh. Oh, well, that's jolly good. Well, 
Off you go then. Now, nah, man, you put in your leg. It's crucifixion, really. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, very good. Very good. I almost find that funnier sometimes than the Holy Grail. There's so many good parts in it. That's a great movie. It is. A lot of their movies are actually funnier than Holy Grail. Yeah. But Holy Grail just has that aesthetic. That, that's that, like, it's it's the first one, so yeah. you kind of pay homage to it. But yeah, I, I, I love there's so many... Uh, so many. You can't follow him around just because he has a gorge. <laughs> it's, it's so, so good. Uh, what do we have for number four? I know it was that <laughs> Mel Gibson movie, right? Mm-hmm. Shit. I See, couldn't think of the name. I feel like you guys got. This is the one where I felt like everyone got this, and I'm just like an idiot. I said Kindergarten Cop. I couldn't no. picture it. I was no. like, I pictured the bad guy. Like, give me back my son. Give me a hint of no the name, idea. the title. Starts with an R. One word. I can't remember. Ransom. That's it. Ransom. Give me back my son. I've <laughs> <laughs> never seen that movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. All right, what do we have for number five? Is it Saw Two? No, but Get it is that. Saw, but it's not Two. Saw Three. Saw Three. It is Saw Three. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I had a question I mark, but I just went up one. When you're surrounded by yeah, so many really things, you can kill me with. Like that's the sex I saw. It's Amanda like talking. She built the trap. Take it. Uh, is this a syringe one? That is a syringe one, yeah. Okay. I've seen a since like the first I go one. for the neck, but I'm not the brain surgeon. It's so good. Just one take it quietly so John doesn't hear me die. Otherwise, he's likely to get upset, rip off his heart rate monitor. I'm trying to place what happened in number two, because I thought that was number two. Yeah. Three was the one with the dude, the cop, and that was the other twist. And then, then you go back to number one from number three. You right. should It's number three. Yes, sir. <laughs> I pulled the clip from Saw 3. I'm sorry. <laughs> he sat there watching until he yeah. found that one clip. I'm sorry. No, there's, there's websites. I know. That's good. I wanted to say you put a lot of work. But thank you. I, yeah, I did. I was exhausted myself for two days. <laughs> <laughs> two days. <laughs> that Number one. six. Is it Spaceballs? No. Is it um, Spies Like Us? No. But what? you've got... Chevy Chase is in it. Yeah, Chevy Chase Chevy is Chase in it. Chevy Chase is in it? It is. Yeah. That's the only reason I thought Spies Like Us. We're gonna have to figure out a way to get inside. But that's Steve Martin. It looks impossible, right? Lucky those walls are twenty-five feet high. There's a guard oh, on every flesh. post. There's no way we'll ever get in there. Pink Panther. I think it's Dusty's one, right. Is it the one with Goldie Hawn? Oh, we're just gonna have to use our brains. The, the dust on the ground. Damn it! It's the Three Amigos. Oh yeah! Oh, <laughs> one of the best movies ever. No. <laughs> it's a mail plane. How do you know? You can Forgot see the walls from it. Damn it. Wow! <laughs> so good. See, humble, humble. <laughs> you get humbled quick on this. <laughs> All right, what do we have for number seven? We have it blank. It's a Ben Stiller movie, right? I can't remember what it's called though. Is yeah. it Shaun of the Dead? It is Shaun Wait. of the Dead. I'm, that's number seven. I skipped one. Oh. Look, okay, just get any blunt objects together, all right? If you get cornered, bash him in the head. That seems to work out. Keep together, stay sharp, and follow me. <laughs> all right, what do we have for number eight? Tropic Thunder. Yeah, that's the movie. Tropic of Thunder, yeah, correct. I just put Dewey Cox. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. Full what? retard. Everybody knows you never go full retard. <laughs> Someone needs to watch Dewey Cox multiple more times. <laughs> it's not even close. To the right. <laughs> I don't know. I just made it It should have been you, Dewey. I just put something down. I prefer Dewey Cox over Walk the Line. Let oh, me just say that. Great <laughs> walk hard. Walk hard. <laughs> hard. <laughs> Jugs are bad, do we? Don't do them. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I th think I want some of that. It, yeah. sounds, <laughs> it sounds amazing. Uh, all right, what do we have for number nine? Zombieland? Yep. Nothing. It's Zombieland. As zombies began to outnumber humans, well, that's when you had to cut all emotional ties. 
If the girls in your neighborhood are now fucked up little monsters, every day. Well, maybe it's time to stop driving carpool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what do we have for number 10? This is a group chant because I think we all got this one, right, guys? Anchorman. Anchorman. <laughs> yeah, Cox again. I didn't get it. In oh. my dreams, you're blowing me. Some kisses. <laughs> I know that one day, Veronica and I are going to get married on top of a mountain. And there's going to be flutes playing and trombones <laughs> and flowers and garlands of fresh herbs. Herbs. And we will dance till the sun rises. And then our children will form a family band. And we will tour the countryside, and you won't be invited. <laughs> so what good. made that movie so good is I think like eighty percent of that script was all improv. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's great. You have an erection, Mister Burgundy. Oh, <laughs> Smells like Bigfoot's go dick. Go back to Whore Island. <laughs> yeah, go back to your home on Whore Island. I like when he does the prank call. <laughs> Look at the rainbow. Do me on it. <laughs> Did he say she's pregnant in the prank call? Like this is your doctor. Yeah. Is your doctor? And they're like laughing. <laughs> so good. Nope, nope. You're you're pretty pregnant. Nope. <laughs> I saw somebody goes, you you killed that guy. Yeah, you might want to lay low for a couple of days. <laughs> killed the guy. You know I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> Baxter. There's so many good. Just throw your burrito out that window. <laughs> now this is gonna happen. <laughs> Kicks his dog. Jack Black. Yeah. It's yeah. so it's so there's so much in that movie that. It's <laughs> a classic. My producer couldn't. He hated it when it first came out. I go, you got to rewatch it. Yeah, because there's so much in there. How can you not? I like lamp. Like how do you yeah. not? How do you <laughs> not? You eat the cat poop. <laughs> you put the cat poop in your mouth. I will not. I know the whole movie except the line that you played. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all right. And you won't be invited. <laughs> I think it's like jogging or jogging. Yes. Cannonball. Yeah. You can put whatever you want on the prompter. He'll read it. <laughs> so, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Who put the question mark on them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Fred Willard's in that. Everyone's as in a, that. As dude. a station manager, it's so funny. <laughs> Poop mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Poop. <laughs> Poop coming out. <laughs> I hate you, Ron Burgundy. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, that's good. The second one was funny, but I think they just waited too long to, you know, to do it. It, it, it was felt like, like a farce on the first one. It was too close, similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, like it, they had the fight again with the anchor people, and it was like, that's not as funny as the no, first No, come time. out with new jokes. Don't play homage to something not that old. <laughs> they did the same thing with Dumb and Dumber. I'm like, they could have... Wayne's World too. Yeah, they could have yeah. nailed it if they just came up with fresh material with the same characters. Yeah. But instead, they're just like, well, let's play homage to that funny joke that everyone liked. Well, now it's not really that now funny. Now it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined But it. good job, guys. I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, that's a movie game, everybody. Yay! Yay! Wow. I sucked at it. It was terrible. Like Look won. at my tits! <laughs> <laughs> How many did you get right? Yeah, he definitely won that. Yeah, he did pretty good this round. One, two... And I'm not counting... Uh, the Monty Python, because I got the title wrong. But one, two, three, four, five. And then Saw, you didn't get me right, because it's not the Saw bird. I put Saw 2, so. Five. Five honest fives. Five honest fives points. Not bad. For the I fights. think I got like zero. I don't even know what I got. Well, it is, uh, it is uh, the season that we all love. It's Halloween time. Oh. Movie recommendation for anybody to check out that you've seen? 
Uh, I'm kind of digging this new show on uh, Netflix that is the prequel to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, Ratchet. Ratchet. And I, I'm only halfway through, and I'm kind of slow burning it. I'm not trying to like rush it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So that's a good watch if you once like a, a week, good. Uh, watch it once a week, so it lasts. Yeah, lasts 10 a weeks. good spooky slow burn. That's my recommendation uh, for a good campy film. Uh, you know, my favorites. You know, every year is Troll Two. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm actually oh, gonna like Troll. That's old school movie. Yeah, is but that like, where the, they're in the like the goblins. Yeah, is that like they're at the hotel? Or the apartment complex or is that the first one? That's the first one. The, okay, the second know. one has nothing to do with it, which is awesome. And they just played off the success of Jennifer Aniston co-starring in that. Uh, and Leprechaun. Oh, yeah. Jennifer uh, Aniston Maybe I'm mixing them up. No, I'm mixing them You're right. Yeah. She was in Leprechaun. I, I, I'm mixing my, fa- my facts. But anyways. Uh, so I, they I, didn't I, play off that. <laughs> I think I'm going to. No, they still did. They were still they the original off- Troll. Okay. That has nothing to do with Troll 2, which is about goblins. Uh, but I think I'm going to try and do that movie theater thing uh, if I can raise the money for it and get everybody uh, down. Uh, and th- they're all going to hate me for it, which I'm looking forward to. It's just 10 bucks per, per person. Yeah. It's, not, it's not that bad. No, but once they see the film, they're going to be like, what? why? Why did we well, do that? you this? tell them in advance what we're seeing. You can uh, you can or rent the entire theater out at Cinemark. Okay. So for 100 bucks, you and 20 friends. But for 125 bucks, you can take in your own blu-ray and watch it so i have a so I have a screening on the big screen so he wants to do trolls too i think it'd be awesome yeah <laughs> we'll do a double feature chupacabra terror is the second <laughs> one <laughs> i love any chupacabra movie oh it's great uh chupacabra terror was a sci-fi original that was originally called chupacabra dark seas they changed the title to make it like more serious <laughs> but uh th- this guy uh captures the chupacabra and brings it onto a family cruise ship and you can imagine what happens and high unfolds so <laughs> i'm not going to ruin it for you because it's it's worth the watch and that's one of those uh horrible but not on purpose but like it's so good because it's horrible so abbott and costello curse of the mummy <laughs> gotta love it that's classic that. Yeah, and uh, anything werewolf related, or wolf yeah. related, uh, American Werewolf in London is my favorite. Original is the best. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah just Mommy, that. Ch- some naked American man has stolen my balloon. <laughs> just that <laughs> epic change scene, like even before he changes, like you see that that uh, camera shot of Mickey Mouse figure, the you know the figurine. You, they capture like the innocence of him just like waiting it out and sweating it out, and all of a sudden, when he yeah, when he know. when he when his hands finally just reach out and he starts stretching and his and his face does yeah. all that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that became like the basis for Thriller for, like, for Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, 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 so many things. I just watched that silver, silver, what's a silver bullet? Silver, silver bullet, bullet, yeah. That's I watched that the other day. I haven't seen that forever. Yeah. So yeah. Wolf with Jack Nichols and not so good. You know, it is, it, it. it's more of kind of like a suspense romance thing, right? Yeah. I mean, it has elements. Yeah. Kind of like how to lose t- guy in 10 days. But what I, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh, what I did love about Wolf, though, and, and for some reason it is one of my weird favorites, because Michelle Pfeiffer and Jack Nicholson have the ability without makeup and costume, just their eyes alone, just the way they portray like being that half uh, monster, half human. Uh, it's kind of it's, it's spooky on its own. It holds its own uh, thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's on par with Michael J. Fox for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> the dude with his dick out like in the background. If you watch like the original, uh, they they didn't know it was happening, so they didn't edit it out. So that movie was originally aired and put on VHS with someone in the the back audience on the bleachers with his dick out swinging. Oh, no. So it's like in the background to this day. You can see it on YouTube or whatever. <laughs> That's 
awesome. That's what they want. <laughs> she goes, it's awesome. I like that. <laughs> she, she, she writes it down. What is it again? What is it? I need to go home and research What it? time into the film, AJ? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta all go, I want to see. Don't make me wait. <laughs> I got to go home and research this. <laughs> I'm going to research some penis. <laughs> make sure Gage is sleepy. <laughs> 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 Some good stuff in there. We got one more game. Uh-oh. Oh. Are you games? ready? Love games. You love games. I love games. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Juicy. Oh, I'm nervous, but is this another year one. Yeah, is it? Oh. So just the one year. Uh huh. I'm gonna go and say 1995, Jay. That's 95. What I You're saying 95. I'm gonna go 94. Well, guess yeah, what? Actually, 93 is what I want to say. Okay. Well, is that what you're saying? 93. You're 93. Well, you should have went with 94. Damn it! Damn! <laughs> I thought it was between the two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, he, I want to <laughs> say December of 93. <laughs> you know what's funny? The minute he said 94, 
like I saw the back of the Ace of Base CD, uh-huh. and I saw like I think I seen the print in my mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, it's more I embarrassing just... that you're looking at had the CD of Ace of Base. Oh no, I'm proud to say it's one of my first Swedish Swedish pop at its best on non cassette. I had a, to those. a plethora of cassettes. That was one of my first on that actual disc. Well, guess what? <laughs> Now, it's time for the Top 5 Songs. Solid Gold! Get ready, and let's see how you do. Yeah, let's see how you do. These are the Top 5 Songs of 1994. Here's your first one. Return to Innocence. Enigma. I used to tell my sister, isn't that that band called Enema? She's like, no, Enigma. (laughs) Here's the next one. Back and forth. (laughs) All right, here's your next one. A little Mariah Carey. That's all you get on that one. Uh, Here we go. (laughs) That was, I know what it was. Hero, right? Yes, it was Hero. Alright, so we had uh, Back and Forth. We have this one here. Mm-mm-mm from uh, Crash Test Dummies. Return to Innocence. Hero. And we got one more. Here we go. Little Coolio. Fantastic Voyage. Okay. I'm feeling kind of locked in here. I'm feeling All right, feeling so those, those are your uh, top five of 1994. So let's uh, get going with. We're going to start with J9. What do you have for number five? Hold on. As much as I hate to say this, Enigma. Okay. Because I love them. Who said that? I just, I, he that said too. You said it? Okay. I got crash test. Uh, number five. Oh, good. Damn. Good pool. Well, I screwed up. All right, moving to number four, J9. Fantastic Voyage. Back and forth. Uh, whatever you played for number four. <laughs> <laughs> when you're... Po- Back oh. and forth. Oh, yeah. You played that in a second. Okay. Damn it. I was wrong. All right, what do we have for number three? Enigma. Back and forth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I made the mistake of just numbering these because I thought, oh, I'll remember the names. So I don't remember the names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number three. Return to Innocence. Oh, uh, Enigma. I was wrong. All right, what do we have for number two? Mariah. You're looking at my list. I did not. You're I swear to God, I just I did well. You you seen right there like Dan does when I swear when to Dan God. Get, oh, when Dan, Dan no, I did that's no. why Dan sits when over Dan there. Gets huh? them, hey, when Dan gets them all right. Hey, you actually have my word. I'm taking pride in this because I did <laughs> not look. Yeah, I did not look. <laughs> swear on your eyebrows that are so perfect. I swear. I'd Mariah for number one. This seemed like a no brainer, but I guess not. I put Which is why I changed my mind last well, minute. Well I got that was number two, right? Hero was number yeah, two. Yeah, okay, I got that one. That's the only one I got. And then Coolio, yeah. Coolio, number one. Fantastic I, I had that voyage. For number two. Really? He was number <laughs> yeah. one? Yeah. 
Yeah. I just felt like it was obscure enough, but hit enough yeah. to possibly make that number one. <laughs> he was new and hip. And I feel like her last single before that one was her number one. And yeah. I feel like this put her in like a number two slot because that was just such a fun dance song. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a, definitely a lot of process there. For yeah. This is the only one I've nailed though, and I've done this quite a few times now. So like, I, you know, I don't know. Hey, um, take the win. Oh yeah. There we go. We'll be right back, everybody. Get a piece of that apple pie. Every game ain't the same, cause the game still remains. Don't it seem kinda strange? Ain't a damn thing changed. If you don't work, then you don't eat. And only down ass niggas can ride with me. Hop, 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 if I quickly down the block. Stay sucker free and keep the busters off your drop. You gotta have heart, son, if you wanna go. Watch this sweet cherry, yes, swing low. Ain't nobody crying, ain't nobody dying, ain't nobody worrying. Everybody's trying. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. If you wanna have something, you better stop fronting.
A little uh, Fantastic Voyage, 1994, Coolio. Uh, big club, big club song there. Yeah, and a big grocery song. As we now it is. Yeah. For me, it was like a huge song at our spring fling in third grade. You know, so <laughs> I was you're just driving partying, to college. drink some juice boxes. <laughs> I won first did, place. Did, in the... Didn't you post something the other day that's like, oh, I was in the grocery store. That's my jam. Coolio came out. Something like that. I was like, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> something weird like that. But uh, you mentioned that uh, you are a Bill Burr fan. Yes. Did you miss his monologue on Saturday Night Live? I did. He, uh, it was, oh, it was good. so good. So good. <laughs> he did not hold back. <laughs> my jaw kind of like. It was absolutely <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Uh, he did walk out in his in his mask, and it went like this. And this has always been a lifelong dream of mine to come here and host Saturday Night Live. So thank you so much for coming out. Coming out. During, during these difficult times, you guys all look like surgeons with your masks on. Makes me feel comfortable that you're wearing masks. I like people who wear masks. That's good. You're listening to the eggheads. The people we all cheated off of in high school, right? <laughs> Keep listening to them. And then if you don't wear a mask, that doesn't bug me either, right? Take out your grandparents, you know? Take out your weak cousin with the asthma. I don't care. It's your decision. There's too many people. It's a dream come true. If you're that dumb and you want to kill your own family members, by all means, do it. Stops you from reproducing. It's literally a dream come true. And speaking of dreams come true, did you see Rick Moranis got sucker punched on the Upper West Side? <laughs> New York is back, baby! New York is back, yes! We lost our edge there for a minute. City started looking like a giant bed, bath, and beyond, and then BAM! Oh, Ricky took one in the chops. It had to happen. It had to happen. That's what happens when you stick an M&M store in Times Square. All right? The universe has to balance itself. Get the peep shows back in Times Square, old people can walk safely 40 blocks away. I don't know. I'll probably get canceled for doing that joke, you know? How stupid is that cancel thing? They're literally running out of people to cancel. They're going after dead people now. They're trying to cancel John Wayne. It's like, yeah, dude, God did that 40 years ago. They're all up in arms. They're like, did you hear what he said in that interview in Playboy in 1970? Can you believe that? It's like, yeah. He was born in 1907. That's what these people sounded like. You never talked to your grandparents and brought up the wrong subject, and all of a sudden it went off the rails. Like, oh, oh, grandma, just keep making the cookies. Yeah, you don't bring up race or religion with your grandparents. You keep it simple. Anyway, I don't know. I know, I guess my grandparents are older. I don't know. Plowing ahead. Plowing ahead. Let's, let's, talk, uh, let's talk white women here, shall we? Let's talk white women. White women, you're amazing. Amazing your accomplishments over the last few years. I gotta tell you, the way white women somehow hijack the woke movement, generals around the world should be analyzing this. Just to refresh your memory, the woke movement was supposed to be about people of color. 
not getting opportunities, the at-bats that they deserved, finally making that happen. And it was about that for about eight seconds. And then somehow, white women swung their Gucci-booted feet over the fence of oppression and stuck themselves at the front of the line. I don't know how they did it. I've never heard so much complaining in my life from white women. My name is so hard with my SUV and my heated seats. You have no idea what it's like to be me. Trashing white guys, the nerve. Where's the camera? The nerve of you white women. Let me, I, listen, I don't want to speak ill on my bitches here, okay? I don't, but let's, let's go back in history here, okay? You guys stood by us toxic white males through centuries of our crimes against humanity. You rolled around in the blood muddy, and occasionally when you wanted to sneak off and hook up with a black dude, if you got caught, you said it wasn't consensual. Yeah, that's what you did. That's what you did. So why don't you shut up, sit down next to me, and take your talking to. <laughs> I haven't been in New York for about a year, you know? I was, uh, I was here last year, I was shooting a movie, had a great time with Judd Apatow, Pete Davidson, and all the guys. Yeah, had a great time. And I hadn't been here in like 13 years, and I immediately noticed how extra crowded the city was. And I was getting all claustrophobic, I'm like, what's going on? How much some people not using safe sex and making all these babies, you know? <laughs> So I finally walked up to this old New York door guy and I was just like, dude, what's going on? What's with all these people here? And he was just like, oh, no, 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 don't worry. He goes, it's June. He goes, it's Pride Month. And I'm like, what's that? You know, I'm 52. I never heard of it, right? <laughs> they didn't have that when I was a kid. He goes, oh, it's Gay Pride Month. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> dude, you know when you're just like stuck in the matrix and you just can't, everything's just pressed up. You can't see anything. And then somebody gives you that little nugget of information that just pulls it back. It's like, why is it so crowded? It's Gay Pride Month. Ah, tank tops. 0% body fat. Two guys kissing. Rainbow flags. Ah! I didn't know that. That's what I learned. The month of June is Gay Pride Month. That's a little long, don't you think? For a group of people that were never enslaved. June. Dude, black people were actually enslaved. They get February. They get 28 days of overcast weather. Sun goes down at four in the afternoon. Everybody's shivering. Nobody wants to go on the parade. Look, yeah. How about you hook them up with July? These are equator people. Give them the sun for 31 days. This gay black people, they could celebrate from June 1st, June 31st, 30, 61 days of celebrating. All right, that's all my time. We got a great show for you guys, everybody. Jack White is here. That is Bill Burr, Saturday Night Live. <laughs> that's what you get when you uh, you get somebody like Bill Burr to host Saturday Night Live. And there yeah. were some people that were really talking like that. It was like the most outrageous thing. I'm like, have you not seen his comedy? Because that was pretty mild compared to oh, yeah. what, he yeah. <laughs> what he normally yeah. does. Well, like the trend there for a while was you couldn't say anything about anything. 
And like the best comedians were being like scooped off the planet for saying offensive things. It's like, well, <laughs> wait a minute, that's what comics that's do. What it is. <laughs> and it was like you couldn't be a comic for a minute. Like you couldn't have an opinion on anything. When I had Whitney Cummings uh, call in on the show uh, last year, we were like, you know, everything's changing with the woke community and blah blah. And he's like, what do you say to people when you know if they're offended by your joke? She goes, I tell them to stay the fuck home. Like he's like, <laughs> I don't hold back. I tell him I just do my act, and if they if you're offended, I show him. I'll walk him to the door. Like she, <laughs> she, yeah, she's she, ruthless. She didn't even give well, a shit. Yeah. She was like, that's the way it should be. It though. should be, yeah. Oh, uh, we got to play these again, guys. Here we go. Point values are double. <laughs> we, go. we got top five answers on the board. Name a kind of soup that's not appropriate for the office. <laughs> Chicken noodle. <laughs> soup. 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 <laughs> so good. You don't wear no damn chicken noodle soup in here. <laughs> Birthday. 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 <laughs> 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 Top <laughs> and then this one. We asked 100 men, fill in the blank. Every girl I meet tells me I'm what? <laughs> Smelly! <laughs> you don't know where that came from, do you? you actually as soon as you went yeah. smelly, he just went, oh, yeah. God. Smelly, smelly. Joe, come on, man. Uh, and, of course, the best one. Point values are double. We got top seven answers on the board. Name something a doctor might pull out of a person. Darcy. A gerbil. <laughs> Yes, 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 you said it. You said it. You said it. Let me just write out like that. First thing you can come up with, just bam, gerbil. Just like that. First answer. Oh, no pressure. Bam, gerbil. Just like that. Pull it up. I've heard of this. Hey, hey, over here, over here. Gerbil. Gerbil, gerbil, gerbil. Trouble, 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 trouble. <laughs> Name something a doctor might pull out of a person. Bam, gerbil. Was it on the board? Gerbil. <laughs> Which would have been amazing if it was up there. Oh my god, all that, and then he's like, ding, ding, ding. Like, the best. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Dave, I want to thank you for coming in today. Thanks for having me. Uh, you got to come back when the album's done, and oh. when there's no lockdown, and you're allowed to perform. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll see you in 2022. Yeah, we'll oh, see you in 10 years. Don't say that. No, no, no. Best way people find out still is all your socials. Yeah, you know, Instagram, Lifts Radio, Twitter, Lifts Radio, 
Tender loves the radio. It <laughs> was always a stupid Tender joke, right? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you guys meet? Well, he swiped right. Um, <laughs> all the bands. All, don't all bands say that now? Did you, your <laughs> band says it, right? <laughs> well, you guys, how'd you guys hook up? Well, you know, we we're on Twitter. I swiped right. He did. It was yeah, you know, know, It's a cute thing to say. Right, yeah. Usually yeah. you say Grinder. Yeah. Why in the Ashes on Grinder? My, my old guitar player. <laughs> here's a dumb story I'm going to share with the world. Or, you know, who's ever listening? Um, <laughs> our old guitar player, actually, we were in Vegas playing a show at the, uh, the Rock House, I think it was. Yeah. At the, it was at Venetian. And my bass player, he was on, like, a Tinder. And his bubble, was that the other? Bumble? Bumble. Bumble. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I'm not on any of these, so I don't know. Um, he's swiping, like, you know. And my, <laughs> my old guitar player, he was, like, jealous. He's like, oh, I got I to gotta download me an app. And his phone is like, he has like the first iPhone, I think. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I can't download it. I have too much stuff on my phone. So I'm like, so I'm like, dude, download Grindr. Because he, you know, he, he had no idea. He had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so he, I, he took he, all this time to figure out stuff off his phone to download this app so he can meet uh, you know, a, a lady for the night <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Maybe the love of his life. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody he met was like the love of his life. <laughs> You know, he finally gets up to it, and it's like, and you know, it's grinder, and it's, he wasn't obviously into dudes, but you know, if he was, <laughs> I think he'd do well. He would have been set. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a dumb story. I kind of regret sharing it because I thought it would be funnier. You know what I'm saying? That's, I, I swear it's all my stories. Like, oh, this is gonna be good. No, I it's got not. I kicked off a of Tinder. Uh, did you? How do you get kicked off a of Tinder? I advertised a comedy show, but now I told the story on a, like another podcast, and we were thinking about it. We think somebody sabotaged me. That was jealous. No. And, like, reported me. I don't think so. I think you're reading too much. It's, it's like you could show your tits and sell your body on there, but but God forbid you advertise what, you know, how, the show. Like, but it was a comedy flyer with I my know. picture on it. So I know. how is that against the terms of service? Like, if I put, like, like the rock and comedy thing. Do, do you not recall what happened with me getting kicked off every horror movie Because uh, I know, I, I know, some, I know a lot of Facebook? comics that will tell somebody on Tinder, like, hey, I'm performing at the Laugh Factory tonight. Come down. I'll get you and your friends in. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. I they see would. comics on there that are married that just are advertising the comedy shows that they're on. Like you swipe and it'll be like, come down the legs of whatever. So it's like, how come mine was like a fifth picture in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a. See that? So did you make somebody mad? You you blew them off on on Tinder, the and they're like, I'm gonna get back at her. Point. I didn't. Like, Tinder's really not for me anyway. So you're no more of a Bumble person. Is there other what's the, what's the other ones? Plenty of fish. What? Plenty of fish. Plenty of fish. Christian Mingle, farmers. Farmers, <laughs> farmers only. <laughs> Farmersonly.com. Yeah, that's a good jingle. No. Uh, well, that's going to do it, guys. We're back Monday. Well, the whole you guys have show. a great next show. Yeah, we're yeah. going to. We won't rub it in, but at least we're performing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, now. Hey. Oh, he knows. And like, I got to stick with him as a musician on this one. Leave yeah. me out. <laughs> well, you're playing at the uh, Prump or hanging out in Prump. Yeah, we're hanging out at the Bearded Lady. Wait, what's 14. the date for that again? You want to open? I don't, I don't know. What's, I was, I I was trying to advertise your show. <laughs> I was trying to get you like, yeah. No, nah, it's cool. I stuff it down these guys' throats all the time. Uh, but I appreciate 14th, you. November 14th, isn't it? Yeah, November, November 14th, 14th, the Bearded Lady. Yeah. yeah. We'll play with you guys. I don't want to play any. I mean, if I have to ask those guys, <laughs> we'll play. Do it. If we do can play, it. we'll play. Yeah. Well, we're, we're just hanging out with some instruments. We're just hanging now. Drink. How's <laughs> <laughs> gonna do it, everybody? Oh, me up. Nice. We end you with some lovesick radio. We're back Monday. Is this more?
Till I die, till I die. 